everybody get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a chef for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway, and together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. This is a big day for us. This is our eighth anniversary show. Eight years. Eight years. It seems like only nine. Excuse me. We have some people in studio. Come on. Make some noise. We've got, Congratulations. Uh, through the good graces of our boss, Joel Oxley, who is the GM of the station and of WTOP, we've got a two-hour special. We brought back And an guests. award winner. Amazing oh, yeah. Award they won the Marconi Award. Yes. I actually knew Marconi. We went to uh, high school together. Yeah, you worked on radio together. We I did. That. We yeah, did. Yeah, Fantastic. Um, so, anyways, we're going to be we're rolling in guests one after the other today, folks that were with us on our earlier shows, folks that have been with us more recently, but a real cross section of uh, hot stuff from mm-hmm. the Washington area and beyond. So, and for two hours. So today yeah. we've got a very special show. It's going to be two hours long, and we are just going to be rocking and rolling with people throughout the show. So, Joel, let's kick it off right with you. I mean, why did you put us on the air? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it was just so obvious. You're right. on the cutting edge of the food scene. We need you. Right. In all seriousness, I want to thank both of you for doing such great work over the years. And it's not just uh, on this show, but also Nikki joins us on WTOP on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the timing of it. Plug. I, I like tell you. Yeah. So tune in. I, you know, cross promotion is my middle name. I love, but, and, and I just want to say that I just love Joel anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, Joel, it's a love fest here. Yes. I have your picture in my car. I look at it. Yeah, it <laughs> motivates you. So, well, one of the things I wanted to ask you because you can see now that uh, DC's DC was picked as the best dining out city by uh, uh, Bon Appetit. Am I doing that right? Yes, that's bon correct. Yeah. And I saw that. Ten years ago, eight years ago, when we were talking about doing this show, it was just starting. Penn Quarter was really, Exploding. really taking well, I, off. I, I think continue. that's one of the most fun things about this is that you all were on the cutting edge of it. And as things started to really progress, Nikki and you have been able to just communicate a lot of great things to people, new new restaurants, new trends, new chefs. Who would have ever thought that would have been the case eight years ago? I would have never guessed it would explode like this, but it's been a ton of fun. Who would have thought I would explode fun. with another 20 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that? This show might have something to do with that. It might have. <laughs> so I, I guess one of the things that we wanted to do was to, I, this sounds a little like a little, you know, saccharine, but to thank you because this has been a great outlet for Nikki and a great outlet for us to be able to bring in, you know, Chefs are superstars, farmers are superstars, they're all celebrities, but they don't really have an outlet to, to sort of get on the air and talk to their public. So this has been great. Well, we I, we thank you, too, and I thank you both personally because it has been big fun, and I, I look forward to doing it for many years to come because, uh, you know, we have loads of people who are in this industry, in this area, and they're highly successful, and, and you all are able to highlight them and also give our listeners a lot of great ideas about where to go and what to eat. So this is, a, you know, obviously, especially on T.O.P. and, and definitely on Federal News Radio, we do some pretty serious stuff, but it's also great to have some things that are more in the lifestyle category that people can use as you go out and have a good time. You're a mensch. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank All right. You so All right. Much. Congratulations. So, Thank right, you. we've got his Tom Seatsima on the phone. Hello, Tom. Hey, good morning. Good morning, and, uh, Tom. Congratulations on your anniversary. You know, I, I was thinking about this. If you were a restaurant, you'd be middle-aged by now, right? Right, exactly. Well, I am middle-aged. I'm more than middle-aged. It's a good place to be. You know, everybody was hoping you'd come in so they could see what you looked like. I know. You, you, you sneaky dude. Well, I'm actually on the road coming back from another great food city that I'm going to be writing about uh, 
uh, next month, but um, I'm really pleased to be part of the show um, via cell phone today. Mm. Well, we're thrilled that you can call in. So, you know, Tom, you've been on the show a couple times. We always talk about, you know, your dining guide, which we know is coming out soon. When is that coming out? Um, it's coming out um, in print on October 16th, mm-hmm. um, online October 13th. It's going to be our biggest yet with more than 70 restaurants and bars, wow. which is a reflection of this huge explosion of restaurants in the area. You know, I don't want to scoop myself, but, but two of the top 10 restaurants that have been revealed thus far mm-hmm. have been Comey at number 10 and Rasika at number 9. Right, and you're, the letting rest those, be, you're letting those um, out via Twitter, right? I'm doing that on Twitter, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we're sort of rolling this out on WashingtonPost.com every day until uh, the release of the entire guide on October 13th. Amazing. And are you able to give us a little in, perhaps, of how what the top ten is under? Is there an umbrella for that, or is that do we have to wait for the big reveal? Well, you know what? I think these are um, these are favorites. These are leaders of the pack. These are best examples of their kind. Um, I didn't want it to be all fancy restaurants or expensive restaurants, or um, I wanted some of them to be approachable. But I think ultimately they're all delicious and they're all um, uh, standard bearers in their categories. Well, Nick, Nikki will have me post it out on. Well, you'll see it online, I guess, first. But I'll be out on the front lawn waiting for the paper to arrive that day, <laughs> exactly. like a dog waiting to bring it to my master. All right, Tom, thank you so much for calling in today. We just wanted to get a quick hit with you because you were one of the pillars of the D.C. food scene. Well, again, congratulations. I'm so tickled to be part of this, and um, I'm staying tuned for the next two hours. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, bye now. Okay, bye. bye now. You know what I should mention, too? Um, this is not only our eighth anniversary on the air, but on Wednesday we will have been married 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I should say that right. while we've been on the air for eight years, I've been floating on a cloud for 20 <laughs> Married to Nikki. Yeah, it sort of feels like that for me. It too. does, like a like a lead weighted cloud. Yes, okay, exactly. All, all right. right, so it's time to Diane pop the bubbly. Yeah, let's pop some bubbly. All right, let's so, pop the bubbly. Colin and Diane, you guys, you were uh, among our first guests, I yeah, think. Yeah, we you opened Cork. We're, we're in our ninth year, so that's right. You right at the were. beginning. And you didn't have any kids? No. No. The restaurant. Right. Just, just one, just just one, one kid. kid. Just so, one kid. So now it's, but it's, more than, cork, for itself. it's more than Cork Wine Bar now. I mean, you, you, you know, right, you right. market. We, we have Cork Market and Tasting Room and, um, of course, the wine bar, both on 14th Street. And uh, one of the things we love to talk about and thought this was the perfect opportunity to do it was Grower Champagne. Well, let's talk about Grower Champagne. We've discussed it with you guys before. It's such a... A, a tough one for people to understand because the big uh, PR firms, you right. know, in the champagne world aren't aren't touting it as much. Right. The money isn't behind it. So give right. us a quick four one one. Right. So grower champagne is um, basically wine ma- made by the people growing the grapes, and mm-hmm. uh, throughout Champagne, usually in the bigger houses, they have growers throughout you know, the area growing the grapes and they buy the grapes mm-hmm. and make the champagne and they make sort of a house style. Mm-hmm. Grower champagne is really Vintage by vintage, really driven by the grape, driven by the grower, um, changes year in, year out, always delicious. Um, Very, it's very handcrafted. Okay. Um, And so it's very small production, not the millions of bottles you might get from a large producer. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some of these wines we get six bottles of, two cases of. And it's very... uh, But how do you educate people on that? Because I feel like 
you know, everybody wants, when you bring a gift of champagne, for example, I feel like, you know, if it's not a big brand name, people like are like, eh. I mean, how do you explain to people, how do you educate them on the importance of this wine? Uh, well, selfless plug here. You know, uh, December first, we're actually doing a, a tasting at the uh, at our market in the tasting room. Okay, mark that down, <laughs> December first. A big selfless plug. But that's the reason why. I mean, you've got to make it approachable to people. We carry over fifty bottles of Grosjean Champagne. We have mm-hmm. it on our list here at the market, and it's at an affordable price where people can actually feel like I'm going to try something new. Uh, I'm going to try champagne, but I don't have to spend one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars on it. Right, and that's but the thing, right? It's like you taste it, you. See taste how delicious it is, and then you see the price point because a lot of grower champagne is really less expensive than Veuve Clicquot or other things you're going to get in the store that you sort of recognize. And so it's on a, you know, people sort of take a risk a little Mm -hmm. bit. We talk about it and how good it is, and we let people taste it, and then they take a little bit of a risk in buying it, and they see. They see the difference, and then people are convinced almost immediately. And so what do you pour for us today? Well, the first thing we poured from you is by Jacques Lasson, um, and it's actually made by his son, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. This is an awesome wine. These guys are making wine the total old-fashioned way. It's 100% Chardonnay, Blanc de Blanc. Um, they have an old wood press. They um, do everything under cork. They hand-disgorge all the bottles. Um, and when, in fact, when Khaled and I were there visiting Emmanuel, he sabered the bottle as he opened it for us to taste. So, so much fun. Um, you know, they're so hands-on from beginning to end, and that's really, really the uh, most important thing about Grower Champagne. Well, we want to say cheers to you both for joining us oh. today and for treating us. Especially to Diane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Hey, Dave, I want to say uh, thanks for showing me how to live in your wife's wake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you for all the water in the wake. All right, so on the phone, Candace, are you there? I'm here. Oh my God, I love Hi, this woman. Hi, Candace. One How of are our, you guys? Our first guests among them were Candace and Charles Nelson, who are the founders of Sprinkles Cupcakes, which has taken over the world. And we've got Candace is calling in from probably from her bed somewhere in California, where it's. <laughs> where, are you kidding? I'm a baker. I've been up for hours. Good girl. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? It's so great to talk with you guys. We're, we're terrific. We're Tell good. us what's happening with the Sprinkles Empire. Oh, boy. Um, Sprinkles continues to grow. We keep opening stores. We just opened our first standalone ATM. What I mean by that is it's an ATM, cupcake ATM machine, not attached to a bakery on the campus of University of Southern California, and those college kids are pretty psyched about that. Oh, I bet. It must be insane. Now, I mean, you call it an ATM because it's just kicking out money for you? Is that <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> how, so do you, can... how do you keep the cupcakes fresh in there? Well, here's, here's the secret. It is very close to another bakery of ours, which is in downtown Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. so we make – you know, we're constantly making runs several times a day, um, and that's that's the key. It can't be you know too far away from one of our bakeries. We've also just opened in Disney World. We're opening in Disneyland. Oh my God! We're opening at Penn Station in New York. So we're we're busy. And then I'm coming out with a cookbook. Oh, how exciting! When is the cookbook coming out? The cookbook is coming out October 25th. Mm-hmm. It is already available for pre-order um, on Sprinkles website, sprinkles.com, and also on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, you know, we're basically releasing many of our secret recipes, including the red velvet. It'll be about 50 cupcake recipes and then, you know, 50 other sort of 
recipes that are near and dear to my heart, classic American desserts. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm really proud of it. It's, it's been a long time coming, but I, I hope that people will really use it, you know, be one of those cookbooks that they take off the shelf time and time again. Well, I, I have to say, I can't believe that this is your first cookbook. You would have thought... You would have thought you would have gotten to it. Well, you know I mean, what I mean? She's making cupcakes. She's on TV. I, I know, mean, she's, she's opening stores. What, she's she's opening know, ATMs. But it, yeah, yeah, she's not an octopus, for God's sake. You know what I've learned um, in, in, you know, just anything I've done, but particularly in sprinkles and how much work it takes to do things the way you want to do them and how much work it, and time it takes if you're a detail-oriented person to do it right. And so although I've had a lot of opportunity to write a cookbook um, over the last 11 years, I knew that it would take a lot of time and effort and energy, and I wanted to get to a place in the business where I had, you know, some freedom to, to step away from the daily operations and really put my best foot forward on this project. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did because <laughs> everyone told me, they said, writing a book is so much work. It's, it's a labor torturous. of love. And I was like, yeah. how hard can it be? But it really was. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be available soon. Very soon, very soon. I'm really excited. Um, You can pre-order it now. And, um, you know, it's coming out kind of just in time for the holidays so people can use some of my holiday recipes for baking. They can buy them as gifts. Um, And then I will also be doing signings um, at some of our stores around the country. So please check, you know, the Sprinkles website uh, for those opportunities. Well, and if you're coming to the D.C. area, obviously, let us know. Obviously, I will. In studio. We're going to have to go to commercial. I just want to thank you because you were one of the earliest and bestest friends of this show and and of ours personally. And you are a dish. And we love you. So thank you so much. No, right back at you guys. I feel exactly the same way about you two. I, we love you two. Thank you so much. And okay. by the way, Nikki looks exactly the same, and so I, don't I, so don't I. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. You need to come out with your book on how to look flawless. Oh my God! At all times. Thank you. I will oh, I will. That. Thank I, you. All right, Candace. Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully, we'll have you guys in studio soon. This is thanks. David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We're celebrating eight years on air, and we have a studio full of fun. Uh, we'll be back in just a sec. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by Black Restaurant Group. Come to Blackjack the second Sunday of the month for Jock Jams, a high-octane pop-up brunch with Cotton and Reed's Lucas Smith and bartender Trevor Fry. Get a heads up on the technology powering the federal government. Go to federalnewsradio.com, search Federal Tech Talk. This is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Government Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio 1500 a.m. or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf. If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, Huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime. Part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? 
Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin As so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad, did you ever try drugs? They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. Hey, everybody. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. It's our eighth anniversary show, a two-hour special, and our 20th wedding anniversary. You lucky girl. Luckiest woman in the world. What can I say? And speaking of I lucky, say so much. we're lucky so much to, say to have 20 years. Roberto Donna, Robert Weedmeyer, and Mel Davis in studio with us. These guys have been with us from the beginning as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Mel is here representing our dearly departed friend, Michelle Richard, who mm-hmm. passed away recently. And let's, let's talk a little about Michelle because he really leaves in his wake a, a huge food legacy and philanthropy legacy and personal legacy. Uh, because he used to hit on my wife every time he was in here. <laughs> I, I think I was one of I many. don't believe that. <laughs> he was That's a man incredible. of a thousand and one fiancés. Yes. <laughs> I told you that, Nick. <laughs> he, he was the only one that could get away with it and not get in trouble. He kept saying, I'm special. You're not special. <laughs> and he wasn't all shame. <laughs> no, no. That but man you guys, actually, Roberto and Michelle were instrumental in helping the list Nikki's website get started way and back And also, it was Michelle's idea for the radio show. He and I did Diary of a Foodie for Gourmet Magazine, and he said, there is no food radio in D.C. You know, I remember him talking about that. Mm Mm-hmm. I and remember he, him talking about that. He was the one. He was. He wanted to do it with me. Right, <laughs> right, like, right, right. Yeah, that won't be happening. But. No way. That's going to happen. You think I'm going to leave him alone in a room with my wife for an hour? That's not going to happen. Um, but anyway, we just want to talk just a tiny bit about his legacy and what you all have. Because you were all such, I mean, Mel, you've worked with him forever. But Roberto and Robert, you both were such good friends with him. And, um, I mean, it, it just means so much to the D.C. food community with his passing. Well, you know, he was uh, a big person mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in more ways a, than was, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in all the ways, more you know. And he was, he was a tremendous friend. You know, he was always there when you need him. And uh, and, uh, and uh, he had few friends, uh, really friends, you know. And uh, right, you know, Michel has his own uh, personality, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, but he really carved out. I mean, with the I, I hope I'm saying it right, Trump Loy and 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 that. Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Trump Loy. I always speak Italiano, but I I mean, that whole skill set, that whole, you know, artisanal skill set really was not known. I mean, nobody was doing that here before, correct? No, he was the one that really, I mean, the thing about Michel was not only was he a great friend to like like Roberto and I and and, and a bunch of other chefs in the area and people that were just into food, that loved food and so on. But what he brought to D.C., which no one else was really doing, was, you know, and we all know because of his pastry background, he was able to do things that a lot of chefs were just, like, amazed about, you know, the different techniques that he would use in, in, in executing his food. And then I can remember when I was working at the Four Seasons and he came to Citronelle. I mean, it was opening up Citronelle, and I saw him out at Citrus in L.A. He's like, Robert, I'm coming to D.C. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And he was opening up right down the road from where I was at Aubuchon. But he did that potato crisp that I ate in citrus, and I was like, how the hell did he do that thing? Right. So I yeah, finally I sent think. a cook over there, or Doug McNeil did, sent a cook over there to work to find out how he did that thing, and that was my death to me because McNeil Well, that's said, called industrial espionage, I want a hundred of, <laughs> of those potato crisps for a banquet. <laughs> and I'd be there at 2 o'clock in the morning doing Michelle's potato things. And Mel, you were there at his side for, I don't even know how many years, how many? Um, I started... Uh, 
at Citronelle as a as a uh, maitre d' right. there for 15 years. But you were, you, were the, and, wow. and yeah. you were the the yin to his yang. You're probably you're the one that kept him where he had to be and when he had to go and what he needed to do. Without you, I, he'd still be out there cooking somewhere. And, you know, <laughs> he'd be driving around. That'd be good. He'd be driving around in circles with Roberto yeah. and I getting lost. Yeah. Right. That's what we used to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah right. Michelle was a master technician, and yeah. I think that one of the things that was um, so remarkable about him is that he really thought about food all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Day, night, yeah. didn't sleep, was always thinking about food, and he was always, his curiosity and his trying, looking for the next great thing and the next way that he could make it even a little better or right. a little deeper or a little more creative. Mm-hmm. And and he had a, a flair. That I, I remember one day, one day we took a trip a long time ago. We took a trip in one of those uh, Korean uh, stores, how do you call it? Yeah, yeah, It was just like we went to inside a toy store. Right. <laughs> he right. was just there yeah. going left and right. He had packages in his pocket. He's been uh, you know, know what? There's an H mart near my office and it creeps, all the eels yeah. in the tank creep yeah. me out. But I can see where he would be excited. I bet he's like a kid and in a candy store. And you could see his brain going and going and going and going. He would spend... All his day there. You know? Well, let me just say something. First of all, and he was a great. His results they were always great. Yeah. Because you know, every chef tries, and uh, but you know to have the result always be as a success. Listen, you have it to be have a magic It tasted good. Yeah. Particularly at Citronelle, which is why my kids have to go to public school instead of private school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you can hear me, Michelle, I'd like my money back. Well, I'm beginning to say it was coming for cheap. And you guys, <laughs> unfortunately, we've got to wrap the segment up. But Roberto, you are a legend. Robert, you're a legend. I mean, you guys, you guys are n- not just carrying on his tradition, but your own leading the D.C. food scene. And you guys, we love you guys. And thank you thank for you. your thank support. You. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations so much for joining us. Right. Right. Thanks for thank having you. us. Thank you. Thank you. So now we're going back to the phones. We have two folks on the phone that were Most on our very first show. Yes. Uh, Karen Page and Andrew Dornenberg are uh, they're, they're the cookbook authors to the stars. Their, their flavor Bible was named by... It was named by Forbes as one of the ten best cookbooks in the world mm-hmm. in the past century, which is a long time. Uh, you guys there? We're Good here. Good Good anniversary. It's so Thank nice you. to talk to you again. How are you? Oh, we're great. Well, we're so happy for you, and especially understanding that it's a dual anniversary, not just of your wonderful show for the last eight years, but also of your wonderful partnership for the last 20. Well, I can and just say having just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary oh. last God year, bro. we know I feel what an accomplishment both of those things are. I'm pretty sure she'll kill me before our 25th, <laughs> but, but it was worth the run. Anyways, so you guys have continued to be busy. I know you've got a new book coming out. Uh, uh, early in 2017, I think, called Kitchen Creativity. Is that right? Uh, next fall, yep. Kitchen Creativity is coming mm-hmm. out. Andrew's done such gorgeous four-color photography for the book. We're so excited about it. And um, it's re- revisiting a number of chefs, some of our favorites from D.C., like Jose Andres and Patrick O'Connell and chefs all across the country and really talking to them about the secrets behind their creativity, what allows them to bring just such extraordinary imagination and ideas into the world of food. And we've but- learned so much from the experience of researching and writing it. You always do. Your books are so comprehensive. I mean, it just seems like you do so much research. You take so much care. How long does it take you to do each? I mean, they're they're in every chef's 
library. Everybody has your book. So how did, I mean, they just, I mean, they nice just are. Sure. <laughs> So um, how long does that take? The the process takes so long. Well, as you were mentioning, and it's so funny that, that we were on such an early show because it was uh, so, such a memorable one for us to talk about Flavor Bible eight years ago mm-hmm. when the book first came out. But that book actually took eight years to research and write. We started wow. working on it um, right around the, the turn of the century, so mm-hmm. uh, 2000, um, in terms of our interviews and our library research and um, pulling it all together. So it is a really long process, but I hope that um, the depths of insights that we're able to come up with through the caliber of chefs that we speak with really come through on each and every page. So you want to say that that you got the foodie and the beast bump, right? Um, (laughs) Or Jose Andres. It's always a good day at the office. Right, exactly. I'm sure. Well, listen, we appreciate you both um, calling in this morning just so we could chat with you quickly. And we do hope when Kitchen uh, Kitchen Creativity comes out, you'll uh, get back on the phone with us or come in studio again. Yeah, come on in. We uh, have to come in because we've had the pleasure of seeing Nikki now at Patrick O'Connell's book party at the Cherry Bomb Conference. But, David, we miss you. So we will absolutely take you up on your You know, she keeps me chained to the bedroom. You know how it is. All right, guys, thanks so much. Thank Enjoy, you. and, be- and best wishes for the next so 20 and the next date. Oh, Thank yes, you. Thank you, guys. So here's a friend who's in studio. Yay. Aviva Goldfarb is that you want to talk about an entrepreneur and innovator. The 6 o'clock scramble was just an idea for helping people who are busy with kids and working and all that to come home and... Well, actually, what's funny about Aviva is she and I both started at about the same time. I was starting the list. She's and driving she, a Bentley. Why she, I know. We had different we had different financial schemes in our minds. Uh. Hers made money, mine did not. But um every when I was starting mine, a lot of people were saying to me, Oh, do you know Aviva Goldfarb? I got the same and, thing all the time. You know, people kept asking if we knew each other and we didn't and we lived so close to each other. But you were doing something vastly – we were both in food, but you were doing something vastly different from me. Yeah, you were having a lot more fun out and about while I was, I was chained <laughs> to the kitchen. Right. I was eating out. You were eating at home. Yes. It's very true. But just quickly, give – I mean, what you're doing now well, the with, a six, with 6 O'Clock Scramble, let's give everybody a quick – here's what 6 O'Clock Scramble is, and this is what you're doing now. Well, my goal is to help busy people get healthy dinners on the table at home. So I've always tried to make it easier for people to do that through my online meal planner and my cookbooks mm-hmm. so that on Saturday or Friday night, we can all go out and about wherever Nikki and Davis, David tell us we should go eat, Right, which I love to do, too. Um, so I've always been about trying to make the family dinner happen with a lot less stress mm-hmm. um, and trying to remove some of the friction and the barriers to making that happen whatever way possible. So my latest way is I started a YouTube channel about five months ago where I do weekly cooking videos to show people just how easy it can be to get delicious, healthy family meals and the occasional cocktail Is that a tremendous the table. amount of labor to do those? Um, yes. 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 <laughs> It is today's video filming day, so we film four at once, so a whole month at once. Okay. Yeah, but it's um, but actually the. And are you doing lot, it in your kitchen? At we home? do it in my kitchen at cool. home. It's I have a fabulous AU University intern who's my videographer. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun together. We and need then to get one of those. I know. Oh my God, they she have the best internship. The pro- oh, absolutely. They have. She could probably introduce you to someone. They have the best internship program there. So that's been fun, just because people can just actually kind of. A lot of people tell me after they see the video, they're like, "Oh, I can do that." Right. Right. No, it's super helpful. And plus, I mean, your books are, I think what people need to know about your subscription and your books is that you supply a grocery list. You supply, like, you take care of the week. And I think for busy families, that can be so helpful because you want to get dinner on the table, but 
You don't want to serve it at nine o'clock at night. Exactly. Well, I try not to only take that, you don't want to throw it. it together and end up with chicken, you know, breasts that taste like rubber and. That frozen. happened to me so many times. I know. That's why I changed to chicken thighs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a what, good even you? <laughs> even me. It's hard so hard to, to get those chicken so breasts right. When do those videos come out? They come out every Wednesday. Okay. I have a 6 o'clock scramble on YouTube. You can just look up the channel and subscribe and give them a thumbs up or whatever you can do to help get the word out. Is it the number six? Spell out the word six. Okay. okay. Great. Yes. And so that's Thank where everybody you. can find you. And, and I just want to say happy anniversary to you guys because Thank I you. am so honored to be here among this illustrious crowd of D.C.'s most extraordinary food people and chefs and entrepreneurs today. I can't even believe it feels like a who am I and why am I here moment. Oh, but congratulations but to you, you guys thank and thank you. you for all you do for the D.C. food community. Thank you so much for coming in and we'll see you on YouTube. All right. I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. So this is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We are having our eighth anniversary two hour special. We are kicking it off in just a bit, but we have to take a break. We'll be back in a sec. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by ProFish, D.C.'s premier seafood company. ProFish delivers only the freshest, safest, and most sustainable seafood. Visit them at ProFish.com. Tried and true, and brand new techniques for marketing to the federal government. FederalNewsRadio.com. Search Amtower off-center. I'm Aileen Black, and I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington. Growing up, I was among the one in five American kids who struggle with hunger. And hungry mornings make tired days. Grumpy days. Best kind of days. But with the power of breakfast, the kids in your neighborhood can think big and be more. When we're not hungry for breakfast, we're hungry for more. More ideas. More dreams. More fun. When kids aren't hungry for breakfast, they can be hungry for more. Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice to make breakfast happen for kids in your neighborhood. This is John Gilroy. My show, Federal Tech Talk, answers the question, how does technology make life easier for the federal audience? I've spent years interviewing federal CIOs, tech leaders, and big company CTOs. What they tell me is compelling, provocative, and always relevant to the federal government and contractor. Check it out Tuesday and Thursday afternoons at 1 on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Federal Tech Talk. We are back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. It's our eighth anniversary show. We've been on the air eight years. Hard to believe. We've been married 20 years as of Wednesday. That's, That's been a even pleasure. harder to believe. That's not nice. I just, you know, oh boy. It's been, I, a, I, you can, hasn't it's it been wonderful? 20 years hasn't is a been long time. One, it's been wonderful, hasn't it? It's been good. Okay. It's had its good points and its bad points. Anybody who who goes on and on and on about being married and like those Facebook posts where they're like, they're about to get divorced. The love of my life, blah, blah, blah. I don't buy it. <laughs> Marriage is tough. It doesn't mean it's not great, but you've got to work hard make it work. I think being married to me is easy, but that's because I'm me. <laughs> that would be All part right, of the so, problem right so there. So in studio right now is a, a, an old and good friend of ours. Uh, Anna Bernbach is the proprietor of Two Birds, One Stone. We knew him in his old, like yeah. I, we knew you like in your other incarnations, when well, you were in other places. My other incarnations? Yeah, I'm trying to remember, where did I meet you first? Like I'm a magi or something. No, no, no. <laughs> where did I meet you first? Where were you before you joined the uh, Fat Baby Group? 
I was at Mar Pilar. That's right. Yeah. That's where I was across the street. I was across the street. I, I made it. I made it that far. I made it <laughs> thirty yards. But, You're moving uh, on up. Two Birds, One Stone is an awesome cocktail bar Thank uh, you. underneath Doi Moy on 14th Street. And Adams, you've been on the show a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and thank you for having me back. Mazel tov. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So let's talk uh, about the cocktail scene because much like the food scene in Washington, the cocktail scene, there's this whole revival, including classic cocktails in a whole new way. What's going on? Absolutely. In, you know, I'm probably asleep by the time Cooper's One Stone gets cooking, but what's going on? A whole lot of things. I mean, we have every sort of bar now. Uh, be, there's bars that are just doing tequila, mezcal. Obviously, there's a number of wonderful bourbon and whiskey bars. Mm-hmm. There's super high-end cocktail bars like Columbia Room. Uh, PX is still going strong, doing wonderful things in Old Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have bars that are more that are cocktail bars that are more. What made it happen? I mean, I think a lot of it was kind of almost a reverberation or an echo off of the, the culinary explosion that we've had here in DC. Uh, it's been phenomenal for us. And as mm-hmm. restaurants be diversified, more high-end restaurants, more specific restaurants, cocktail program came around came along well, with I that. Well, I think it made sense. You know, oh, you, absolutely. you had these restaurants yeah. that, were, that were really dedicating themselves to better product, mm-hmm. working with local farmers. And so, if you were doing so much on the plate, why wouldn't you be doing as much in the glass? Absolutely. I mean, if we're demanding that much from our wine, why wouldn't we be demanding that much from our spirits? But I think um, it no, also sort of swung far out in the universe, and people were starting to do things where you know, I mean, you'd find automotive parts in your cocktail and make it different. <laughs> Wasn't that a crankshaft I drank? No, I, but I mean, seriously. So, yeah. so I think, and now it seems like the classics, you know, a Ricky is is front and center, whereas something fancy may not be anymore. No, but I think there's integrity. I mean, you don't have to just do a classic. You can still, you can keep the integrity of a drink. You and have still integrity, be, Adam. You do. I know you do. You know it, I mean? de- still, define integrity. I mean, well, Adam does these fabulous menus that he draws out every week. Thank They're you. amazing, and you come up with really creative twists on classic. I mean, you put your own spin on things. Uh, well, for, well, for me, it's specifically because we have we have a pretty diversified program at, at Tubers, and then I have a number of other programs. It's important to do both, mm-hmm. to have classics and maybe even orthodox looks of those, and then have maybe some crazier stuff. Like this. What's this? This is something called the Sleepy Buck. Okay. This is sort of like a like a, friend, a friendly handshake. Um, when I was thinking of something to bring on, this is this is what I I like to enjoy at the kind of at the beginning of a of a day or maybe at the end of a day. This What's is delicious. What Thank you so much. In it? It's, so it's our house ginger beer that we okay. make we make every day. We make like. 40 to 60 quarts a week. It's mm. insane. And Amaro. That is insane. That's it? That's it. It's delicious. Yeah. It's delicious. Thank but you so no, much. But it's not, that's not all it is because there's an orange in there and there's ice. I mean, it's not like you're just pouring things together. There's some care. There, there is absolutely care. Right. Yes. I have to say, I don't think our plastic cup crystal here for the show does it justice. Right. No, but it's really. In a way, it's actually appropriate. It's nice. It's, it's very it's informal. It's fun. Yeah. Well, this would be good with. Food and the game and all that. This is yeah, a great drink. Yeah, absolutely. Them. Yeah, it's a terrific drink. What do you have on uh, tap for this week with uh, your menu? What's our focus this week? Um, we're doing something. Uh, we're doing a drink, Monza, 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 which mm-hmm. is uh, it's utilizing actually uh, one of your later guests, the Gordy's uh, pickle brine. Oh yes. With uh, we make a green apple soda. Mm-hmm. Um, that's made fresh and it's Manzanilla sherry and gin. It's a uh, forged gin specifically. Awesome. That sounds delicious. All right. Yes, well, let's wonderful. make sure everybody knows again. You tell them. Where two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. 
if you don't know, it's on okay. 1800 14th Street. It's underneath Doi Moy. Mm-hmm. So you come in, there's a little side door, stairs down on S Street. And it rocks. It's a great place to have a drink, and they're little, uh, what do you call those? Little alcoves? Alcoves, nooks, crannies. Big couches okay. and all. Crannies. We're, we're in an English muffin of a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you talk about my cranny. Um, okay. So go see Adam. He's behind the bar pretty much every night, right? I'm around. All right, He's around. Man. Have you a good great. holiday, and thank you, you as for well, joining Shantava. us. Thank Congratulations. You. All right. Thanks. So speaking of Shantava, step up to the microphone there, Phil Jacobs. Phil Jacobs. Is our buddy from Celebrity Cruises. He's in charge of sales, and he's in charge. He's the lead guy helping us to close the deals on uh, Nikki's cruise, the cruise that she's leading to the Caribbean January 28th. Mm-hmm. Want to tell people Yeah, the D.C. Chef's Cruise. Well, I think if anybody's going to tell us about the D.C. Chef's Cruise, it should be Philip. Okay, Let's Phil, hear tell it. us. So, yeah. hey. we're going to the Caribbean. Yay! Yeah, January 28th. It's coming up right after inauguration. It's going to be a great time to get out of D.C. Mm-hmm. and go to some warm weather with some amazing celebrity chefs. You know who's on the phone? Area. We have one of the celebrity chefs. And he is on amazing. The phone. Mike Isabella, are you amazing? I'm amazing. You he's are amazing. amazing. He's amazing. It's amazing, he's amazing. that he's up. He's just, well, he just got back from Cuba, right? You just got back? Yeah, I just got back from Cuba. It was a crazy fun trip I was cooking out there. Uh, very interesting. Um, you know, to go out there, but uh, it was a fun time, but, it's, you know, it's great to be back. All right, well, good. Well, we're looking forward to having you on the D.C. Chef's Cruise, where you're going to be cooking it up in Cozumel on the beach, right? right? with Marjorie Meek Bradley, with David Gloss, and with Derek Brown making up those, concocting those cocktails. It's <laughs> going to be quite a cruise. But you know what? People probably, they know about all the, the all-star chefs and Derek coming on the, on the cruise. Tell them a little bit about the boat. Sure. Uh, it's the Celebrity Reflection. That's my surprise. It, is, okay. Okay. Uh, it was built in 2012, so she's only four years old, but it's a beautiful, very elegant new ship. And, you know, we are all about our food scene, so mm-hmm. we, we're bringing local chefs. We love our cuisine. We love our entertainment. There's a half acre of real grass on the top deck, so you really can experience a lawn club jazz yeah, on there. We were on it. It's really go. crazy yeah, that it you've is got. Crazy. But the rooms, I mean, our room was great, and these are the kinds of rooms everybody would get in. We had a balcony out on the ocean, beautiful double bed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the balcony life. You know, you want to be able to wake up in the morning, have breakfast in bed, walk out, see the beautiful how big ocean. It was. And we had, we went, we had great, I mean, we went back make and Make sure I have my presidential suite waiting Yeah, I was going to say, Isabel is going to want you, a little more. You better make sure you have Mike, I'm sorry. For Mike. You're rooming with me, and Nikki's rooming with <laughs> Stacy. We'll have fun. Don't worry. We'll have a good time. So I might um, have to sneak, sneak out in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be up in the middle of the night. No, no, we have a guard watching your door, Mike. You can't go anywhere. They're going to like be like, we know down. Isabella is on the cruise. But Mike and David and uh, Marjorie and Derek will all be, they'll be cooking classes. We can hang at the pool. We can hang in the casino. There's a great wine cellar aboard the ship with mm-hmm. really terrific wines and a very knowledgeable psalm. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's going to be seven days in the sun. Seven days in the sun. And, you know, in the, at the end of the day, it's, it's vacation for everybody. It's going to be relaxing. There's not too many activities, but it's, it's all food related and it's all good. It's all vacation. Well, the activities are, are you know, that with, which are on this DC chef's cruise. I mean, we have two uh, cooking demos, one luncheon, a cocktail reception. A beach party. And a, a private beach, beach party. party yeah, so let's so. talk about the beach party because Mike's actually going to be, Cooking at the beach. Like, what's Mike doing at that beach party? Mike, do you even know Drinking what you're doing at, at the beach party? 
I'm going to be cooking. Well, you know what? You really, I mean, when you think about a guy like Mike Isabella, who is all over the place, I mean, you just got and back I from think Cuba. about him often. Uh, I do. <laughs> not that way, Mike. Sorry. Um, but, but I mean, to be able to hang for a week with Mike and, you know, just lie around the pool and do these cooking classes and all of that, it's a great opportunity. If you're a foodie and you're a food fan, uh, this is the way to do it. We're going to set the We're studio to on fire. Tiffany McIsaac T- gave me a beautiful cake, and she lit candles. No. I ordered that cake, by the way. <laughs> now there's wax on it. All right. So, Phil, why don't you give the website? Sure. It's DC Chefs, plural. Mm-hmm. So com. You can find out all the information about the cruise, or you can simply call 844-278-9749 to okay. book it or contact your local travel agent. Okay, great. And, Mike, while we have you on the phone, since you are rocking out so much in 2017, can you just give us a little list of, like, what we can look forward to from you other than the DC yeah, Chefs yeah. cruise? Yeah, um, I will be opening up my first Spanish restaurant at the Marriott Marquis in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, in, in the new year, which What's I'm really excited about. Uh, arroz, called arroz, mm-hmm. which means rice in Spanish. So we'll be doing a lot of different types of rice dishes and, and, and tapas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very southern Spanish with a little touch of Moroccan influence on it. Oh, I thought it was uh, arroz, like you were going to eat flowers. But see, <laughs> what do I know? I, I will give you I will give you roses on the, on the cruise. Yeah, I'll bet you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be handing them out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's too bad um, this is radio. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, and then we, we got uh, – I'm opening up uh, at the wharf. We have uh, Requin with Jen Carroll, which is a modern French uh, restaurant, mm-hmm. waterfront, beautiful space. Um. We got uh, another. We're opening up another Copmos Taverna in College Park, and then my big project of the year is going to be Isabella Eatery. So it'll be in Tyson's Galleria. It's uh, we'll have ten restaurants, uh, pretty much half of the half of the size of the whole entire mall in the Galleria, but all different types of concepts from coffee and ice cream to steak to Italian, Japanese, Mexican, French, uh, Spanish. Well, Mike. Greek. We cannot wait. What's the what? what yeah. way, when do we think that's happening? I'm, I'm hoping by the end of the summer. We're okay. trying to push things through. It's still hard to tell. So we're about a, I would say about a year away from opening. And um, all right, you know, you never know. There could be some delays. But uh, I also have six bars throughout the mall. And You're doing concept, too much. So yeah. You do. You know what? We have to move time. on. We got Tiffany McIsaac standing here. We got to keep moving. And Eric Brenner Yang. So you know what? Go to Mike's website. You'll see everything he's doing, and check it out on the list because Nikki covers every move this guy makes. <laughs> Not well, every move. Not every move. Not those moves. <laughs> Other <laughs> moves. Okay. Thanks, Mike. All right. Bye. <laughs> Talk to you guys. Thanks. And so, Eric- Tiffany McIsaac, Eric Brenner Yang are in studio, and I've got a big, fat, ridiculous cake. What's that all about? Well, I heard from a special someone that it might be I your wedding anniversary. Make it. You know, I just want my props here. I remembered our anniversary. Wait, I remember that you forgot, and I was like, don't worry, I got you. I'll I bring a cake. Like, no, I'm just joking. He yeah, actually did call. He did call. shirt, I will say. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so look at that. Tiffany is, really, you're the preeminent uh, pastry chef in the city. You and, and Patrice Bendano and Alex Levin, I mean, nobody touches you guys. You yeah, but the, she's the first one to open up her own bakery. Right. Buttercream Bakery. Woohoo! On Ninth Street. Did I do it right? <laughs> you did. And Eric, when we first met you, I mean, you were becoming a huge all-star. You were just starting out. Cookie. That's true. Yeah, 
I'm like the old guy now. Yeah, yeah you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah like all it. of you are old guys in studio. That's what it feels like. You look like it. You don't look old enough to drink. <laughs> Especially when I shave. I'll still look like a 15-year-old Chinese kid. <laughs> so we've got a little bit. Of, we're going to go to a commercial in a, a couple of seconds. And then we'll but, come back. But I want to, let's, Tiff, let's start with you. Give us the 411 on the bakery. Uh, it's been going great. We've been open for like four months now. It's right next to All Purpose and Espita and smoked and stacked. It's just and there's a line out the door every time I drive by. There was a line out the door yesterday morning. Who do you think you are, Georgetown Cupcakes? <laughs> uh, you know, one can hope. <laughs> no, it's been it's been really great. You know, we're there breakfast, lunch, close at seven, so we get to see people that eat early after dinner. It's just mm-hmm. been really lovely. The neighborhood is amazing. The people that live there are great. The convention center. I mean. We're just basically in love with our block. All right, well, we're going to go to a commercial in a minute, but I'm just going to say, you make a breakfast muffin, I would no, call it? No, it's Cinescope. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one with the eggs and the bacon. Oh, yeah, we have it in the other room if you're Holy hungry. Holy guacamole. It's <laughs> the most amazing. It's a breakfast and a muffin. And it's and we have to take a commercial genius. break. Oh, okay, sorry. we're going to be right back. So <laughs> we will continue talking with Tiffany McIsaac and Eric Brunner-Yang in just a second for the Foodie and the Beast 8th anniversary show. We'll be back. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by ProFish, D.C.'s premier seafood company. ProFish delivers only the freshest, safest, and most sustainable seafood. Visit them at ProFish.com. How do agencies respond to current threats and challenges? Find insight at federalnewsradio.com. Search Fed Access. Teachers, plan your next field trip to the museum where education meets inspiration. Thanks to a program sponsored by WTOP, D.C. area students can explore the museum free of charge when they visit as part of a teacher-led group. Students will unlock deeper understanding of our First Amendment freedoms as they explore more than 30 exhibits and theaters or take part in one of 15 standard-aligned workshops, all free with your field trip. Visit museum.org slash field trip to see the full list of qualifying districts and book your visit today. This is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Government Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio 1500 a.m. or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf. Not on my watch, our military service members say, as they volunteer to serve, as they move out, stand firm, and take fire. So not on our watch, we say, to the severely ill or injured veterans who can't get the care they deserve to live full and independent lives, even when there's no government funding or a nursing home seems like the only option. We won't leave one warrior behind. Not on our watch. Join us at findwwp.org. So uh, you're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. It's our eighth anniversary show, and the pastry chef to the stars, <laughs> Tiffany McIsaac, made us an anniversary cake. Now I got we're stars, right? I was just going to say we're right. stars. I have a, a huge sugar high. So, Eric, let's get back to you. So what's going on with you these days? Um, I just had my second kid, so he's like four weeks old, and I quit smoking. Okay. You know, and then at the end of the year, we're going to have the uh, the Line Hotel will open first quarter, mm-hmm. hopefully 2017. And right. that's where we're going to do kind of my first uh, tasting menu restaurant. So I'm really, very, really excited about that. So tell us what that's going to be like. Um, it's uh, growing up, I loved diners. So um, one of my big dreams when I worked in high school was to be a stockholder in Silver Diner because I would mm-hmm. always go there after school. Um, so We've the met co- those guys. 
Not, I don't know. Not so much anymore, right? <laughs> um, but I love Silver Dining Grown Up. So, but the concept will be kind of like the um, meat and three sides, the classic kind of diner. You pick a meat and three sides, mm-hmm. and that's how we'll kind of do the whole progression of the meal. So that's kind of so awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Do we have a name for that? Uh, that'll be called Spoken English. Okay. Um, and the play on that is um, kind of. Uh, when, when we were traveling Europe, all of the Asian restaurants had these kind of, they, they had spoken English menus. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we got the name. Excellent. Okay, great. And then what's going on in Maketo? Uh, Maketo's going good. Um, almost two years now. We're getting w- ready for the big kind of um, uh, fall, winter retail drop. So we have a lot of really cool <laughs> brands. I know mm-hmm. people always talk about Maketo, about the fried chicken and stuff like that. But we really have some of the best retail in the area close Closer really or better. Really different. Really different. Really different merchandise. Um, if you're into Dover Street Market or kind of like the different stuff at Barney's, you know, you can get all that stuff in Northeast D.C., which you could, which sounds crazy. <laughs> it, does, it does, but it's amazing. You know what? That whole area yeah. is coming around. It's, it's. I mean, you drive down, what is it, 8th Street and that, whole, you know, I mean... Barracks Row, of course, has come back, came back before that, but it's it's nuts over there. Everything's great, but just keep driving till you get to Maketo, especially yeah. if it's brunch. We went a couple weeks ago, and it was amazing, amazing. amazing. Yeah, amazing. Tiffany and Kyle, they're, they're some brunch regulars. They sit at table 202, 203. <laughs> so since Kyle just got mentioned, why don't you guys join us? Come on up come here. On. Kyle, Kyle Bailey's Bailey here. With Six Engine hey. and the Future Spotlight. Kyle, Tiffany's the pastry chef. Kyle's the chef chef. And then we have Danny Lee of Mandu. Danny Lee of Mandu. Hello. Oh, our favorite. Awesome what dumplings. What are we eating? So Kyle and I were talking earlier this week about wanting to do something special for your show. <clears throat> so mm. he wanted to do a special dumpling. So he made uh, mortadella. Mortadella, which is like the best. Mortadella. Bonus. I just ate it with the anniversary cake. So what is it? Mortadella <laughs> with kimchi? Yeah, so we combined uh, a raw mortadella mix that Kyle whipped up. And then um, I took uh, some kimchi mm. and diced it and sautéed it with butter. And then, but right, because uh, kimchi needs a little butter just to, you know, fatten it up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> totally get that. So uh, then we just folded them into dumplings. So. Oh, my God. I think you guys have, like, a new business. <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let's flip over to Kyle, and let's hear about Six Engine real quick, because you were someplace else until the last time you were on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Six Engine is um, set in D.C.'s oldest firehouse. Um, mm. uh, very American food, very um, super easy Um Puppy kind of a kind of a thing. That's it. Uh, uh, whole whole animal sustainable. Yes. Right, right, wait a thing. second. I mean, we can't get into some particulars today, but you're one of the few guys in town who's really doing whole animal. Like for a while, a lot of people were saying that that's what they were doing, but you're really doing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's um it's a big part of what we do, and I, it's it's just so much fun, man. I want to I want to do this um all the time, you know. Uh-huh. All right. And wait, just Since quickly. He won't say it for himself. We had a meal there that was <laughs> so good. Knockout. Well, Beautiful. it was also the Thanks sample menu friends. of uh, the Salt Line. Yes. Which is going to be his new restaurant opening up near Nat Stadium. Ish. When are we talking about? Maybe April. Maybe April ish. Okay, soon. Later in 2017. Okay, Mr. Lay. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us in studio no, today. Um, so, Danny, tell us about. I mean, you've got the City Vista. You have the one on 18th, but you're changing things up a little bit. Like with the, what's it called? Um, you did that late night party. Anju? Anju. Yeah. And so are you incorporating more of that into 18th Street or City Vista? Because it was so much fun. Yeah, so so Anju was more of an opportunity just to have fun with uh, chef collaborations. Um, so 
you know, I think that ran its course. But mm-hmm. what that kind of led to was inspiring us to change the menu at 18th Street, which is our baby. It's our first one. Right. Um, it was coming up on. We're coming up on 10 years there, so we wanted to. Uh, Kind of show how we progress and evolved over the years. So I mm-hmm. think the menu is showing that right now. And so then, what are some of the things featured there? So we have a pretty aggressive noodle program now. We're making our own uh, hand cut, hand knife and knife cut noodles. Aggressive. Uh, yeah. There's something called jajan, which is a uh, Korean and Chinese hybrid dish that okay. I'm really proud of that we're doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you give us? Like, what are the complexities of it? So it's a roasted, fermented roasted black bean sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my and God. If you've never had that before, it's, it's one of the most unique flavors I think you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gingers, a lot of garlic, a lot of scallion. Um, and then the texture of the noodles uh, have been turning out great. So um, so fun. That's kind of the direction where we're heading right now. We're going to slowly start changing the K Street menu to kind of reflect the, the changes we've had at 18th Street. So Excellent. It's right. been fun. My mom's away for three months, so when she's gone, I can. So now you're like, I can <laughs> away. Now no, 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 no. His mom's away now. Yeah, don't get grounded. All right. Well, just a cheers to all of you. Thank you so much. Everybody has such good things happening. We appreciate you all joining us in studio. Congratulations to you guys. Now, not every guest could be in studio with us. Our next guests are actually, you're both in prison, but you're both on the same phone. Is that correct? We are, we are both in prison, but we are on the same phone. All right. So Scott Cuneau is the executive chef at The Source. Hey, David. Huh? Who have we got? Scott, who, Scott, David, and Adam? Who's on the phone? Yeah, it's, it's me and Sobel. All right. So and yeah, Adam, Adam Sobel is an all-star executive chef with the Michael Mina Group out in San Francisco, but he was here. He was at Bourbon Steak. He was... At, at, and now he's out in San Fran. Right, he is. Oh and our God, son's moving to San Francisco, so he might need a job if it Hi. doesn't work out. How are you guys doing? You guys are missing a party here. I just want you to know. It is insane right now outside of the studio. We have uh, Chef Drew here as one of our guest chefs for the Mina Tailgate. Uh, Cowboys Niners today. Fun. Um, knowing that Scott's a big Cowboys fan, we had to invite him out, even though... Um, I hate the Cowboys. Right. I love Scott. <laughs> so what do you this guys? This tailgate is unbelievable. It seems like uh, we're on the same wavelength for the great party. I mean, they, they roasted like half a cow, a whole thing. It's just uh, unbelievable for sure. Oh my God! How much fun! So what? What are you guys making? Uh, we just made a shot of tequila for the two of us to start the day off. Um, okay. But we're doing a uh, we're doing like a big bow bun. That's how you start the day off. The, yeah, last time, the last time Scott was in studio, I believe he took a shot of something. Am I incorrect with that? Uh, I, I'm not going to cop to that. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so Adam, it's been I a while. Say, Adam and I just want to say uh, congratulations on uh, a great run of eight years and eight more years. But uh, we love the show. He's a big fan and uh, so happy for you to have eight years. Well, we really appreciate it. And we really appreciate you guys taking the time to call us this morning and to, um, you know, stop what you're doing as far as getting ready for your big uh, party today. Um, Scott, any big 401 you want to tell anybody, I mean, tell the audience about, like, some of the things going on at the source? Oh, well, you know, obviously the season changed, so we're really psyched about fall. We just did our whole uh, fall menu changes, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's hot pot season again, and, you know, we're just uh, cooking on all all five cylinders and, uh, you know, well, uh, well, Nikki was just there for dim sum yesterday. yesterday. She took tests for her birthday with a couple of her friends, and they partied down at the source. So. That's delicious. And they had a good meal. 
I know. I heard I, it was a good thing I wasn't there. I'm going to have to throw you out. You got a little rowdy. I heard. <laughs> you, know, you know how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, listen, thanks for calling in this morning. Have a great day. And uh, Sobel, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah, but we'll, Trudeau, we'll see you soon. Sobel, if you're coming to D.C., you got to let us know so you can come in and say hi. That's a deal. All right, man. Okay, Take care. All right, let's Take start. Let's start. No. Party on. All, All right, right guys. guys. Time to... Let's talk we're, brewskis. We're not talking brewskis. We're we're, we're taking a break. Oh, we got oh, a break. Right? We're going to take a quick break. Oh, bummer. All right. And then we're going to we'll get right a restart. So this is David and Nikki Nellis. We are celebrating eight years on air. And coming up next, we have the guys from Three Star in studio. We'll be back in just a sec. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Federal News Radio's longest-running program sheds light on the complex world of an agency CIO. FederalNewsRadio.com. Search Ask the CIO. WFED Washington, WWFD Frederick, WWWTFMHD2 Manassas, WTLPFMHD2 Braddock Heights Frederick, the Washington, D.C. home of Navy Athletic. If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime. Part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime. I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington. Did you know babies receive vaccinations that protect them from 14 diseases before they're even two years old? Adults, ask your health care provider about your vaccination needs and record. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says older adults need vaccinations to prevent flu, pneumonia, Tdap, hepatitis B, and shingles. Tdap, a combination of vaccine of tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis, should be given to pregnant women during the third trimester to protect babies from whooping cough. Learn more at cdc.gov vaccines. We are back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. It's our eighth anniversary, two-hour spectacular. <laughs> I'm the boss with the hot sauce. We're two hours here. And I got two guys in studio. We have two guys in studio you. that we love. Me? Mike McGarvey and Dave Coleman are the founders and principals of Three Stars Brewing. And when I think we met Dave, I think we met you guys before you were brewing, when you were just putting the brewery together, didn't Did you we? Come yes, in first? most likely. Like, I think you guys Absolutely. came in first. Or like just at the beginning, right? We came in the very beginning. I think the first time I was on was actually for DC Beer Week when I came in with Teddy, Pro- Teddy yes. Folkman, yeah. Yes. And then, oh uh, and then the year that followed was when Mike and I were in startup mode. And uh, I think we just brought you. Because how long have you been? You've been four years. Four, four years. years. And now they have. Not only do they have a brewery, they've got a party room. 
I don't even know what to call that. What is that? So that's our space. that's our urban farmhouse. It's an event space that we built back in uh, back in last fall. It's gorgeous. It's completed in November. We've had a couple weddings there. We've had some office parties. The, we're going to renew parties. our vows there. Good. That sounds, sounds great. great. We can sounds we can accommodate you. But you parties also have distribution sizes. like in thirty states now, right? No, three <laughs> states. We're in uh, D.C., Maryland, it's and Virginia. Thirty states. Which one of you guys? <laughs> well, I'm full of bull. Well, somebody put an extra zero on the thing. I, mm-hmm. But yeah, three states? Yeah, right. and we're about to start distributing in New York City as well. That's so exciting. That's like 30 states, isn't it? <laughs> Population of 30 yeah. states. But let's talk about, I mean, given your growth, I mean, and, you know, you're standing in the D.C., Virginia, Maryland community because, you know, you can't do something in the D.C. area that has any sort of beer reference whatsoever without mentioning the two of your names and your company's names. So how does that work when you expand to other markets? So a lot of that's just, uh, I mean, it's it's marketing and branding and, and reputation. Uh, mm-hmm. I think with New York, the big thing that uh, is motivating us to go up there is we did a couple of events up there with uh, other really highly regarded breweries, mm-hmm. and a lot of people up there were like, who are you? We've never heard of you. And we're like, well, that's because we're only available in D.C. And they're like, well, if you were available here, we'd drink the hell out of this. Okay. And uh, when you start getting feedback like that and you start working with other breweries in different markets, that's how that's how your wings spread and that's how your kind of your reputation uh, spreads out in the street, and so that's the motivation. So you're saying, despite the fact that you're partnered with Mike, you're doing well. <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's despite the fact that Mike's partnered with me, we're doing great. So, but as you're growing rapidly distribution-wise, how do you work on your product? Because, like, you brought in two products today. You're constantly like you have your stand bearers, and then you add new ones. How does it work? Yeah, and well, we're we're always working on new products. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we grow, we also have to make sure that the brewery as a whole can continue to support the business we already have. Mm-hmm. And then last year we made a big investment into sour beers. So this year has really been about enabling that more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the process of upgrading the brew so house. like a really niche market, Extremely sour niche. beers. Like, yeah. yeah, extremely niche. But but also one of the hottest markets and one of the hottest segments in craft beer right now is sour beers. So mm-hmm. what you have in front of you, Nikki, is uh, – Ricky Rosé, which we brewed with our friends at Other Half up in Brooklyn, and then the Two-Headed Unicorn, which is a sour ale fermented with honey um, that we did with Charm City out of Baltimore, Charm cool. City Meadworks. So I know you're not a huge beer fan, but right. those are both sour beers, and I think they'll be right up your alley. Okay, cool. I'm really looking forward to trying them. Yeah. So what's with the partnerships? How did that come to be? Like, is that normal in the beer community to, like, partner with other other beer makers? Not it with, is, yeah. Because I know sometimes, like, People put their beers, like they ferment in like whiskey barrels or, you yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's a lot of other partnerships. But this is more, these are collaborations. So these are where um, breweries get together. It's a very social community. Obviously, we drink beer all the time yeah, at right. events How and stuff. Right, how could you not be social? Right. Um, but, you know, you meet you meet other brewers and other, other guys from, you know, different cities who are doing things that you're interested in. Yeah, but <laughs> and then, you guys are doing, you're doing infused beers and you're doing beer with cooking and all that. You took it to another level. Well, that was always yeah. one of our goals and one of the ways that we saw our, our product being differentiated was we love going out to eat. We love working with chefs. I mean, when we when we first launched, we weren't thinking we want to have our beer in every sports bar. We were thinking, I want to have my beer in the best restaurants in D.C. And so we've worked with some of the best chefs in town, many of who are here today to to celebrate your year with you. Um, did they bring gifts, I hope? <laughs> we did. I don't know about them. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they did. So they, they brought dumplings, here. so okay. that was good. Dumplings is good. Yeah. yeah. The dumplings are really good. The cake, I mean, 
it's, I hope you both understand. I mean, it's really overwhelming to see all these people here in studio to celebrate with us. It means uh, having you guys here. We're so happy to be a part and of it. Honestly, it the fact so that they much. all owe their success to being on this show is just amazing, <laughs> including our next guest. Yeah. Charlie Palmer's going to be on the phone in a minute. I know he's that James Beard Award really has a little nothing to, in the do. nothing to do with us at all. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, so... Aside from expanding to New York and the the, I, I can't, the event space and all that, what's next for you guys? So right now we have uh, – actually, Mike's going to hand out. We've got our Nectar of the Bogs. It's our Cranberry Saison. This I'm our, hearing about this. This, this is, is our fall seasonal. Yeah, so this is our Cranberry Saison. It's light, easy drinking, perfect for the fall, perfect for all your holiday oh, celebrations. Um, hits distribution this week. So mm-hmm. all of our bar and restaurant partners and – Liquor stores will be able to pick it up from our distributors this next week. This for pastrami on rye with mustard and, and a little, you know. Is that what we're going for? Yeah, yeah, going for lunch? This is a perfect. Can we get Marge to put together yeah. some uh, smoked and stacked for us? She's out of town today. That's <laughs> oh. the reason why she's not here. <laughs> not here. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. we're uh, we're glad to be able to be here and celebrate with you guys. You guys have been huge supporters of us since yeah. day negative fifty. Um, <laughs> so we really we really appreciate it. Yeah. We love you guys, and you guys right. are doing awesome. So, cheers. so you cheers. know what? Let's, yeah, cheers. Uh, cheers to you. But cheers let's tell cheers. everybody where to find Three Stars online too. So you can find us at threestarsbrewing.com, dot uh, com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Three Stars Brewing, and uh, if you're interested in looking at our event space for your fall or holiday party, staff party, office party, whatever, you can hit us up at events at threestarsbrewing dot com. Cool. Excellent. Thank All you right. Guys. Well, we're going to go Thank from so living Congrats, legends guys. to be to a living legend. Charlie, are you on the phone? I am on the phone. I, a living legend. That's a. Uh, that's what you are. Let's be honest. <laughs> Hi, Chef. How are you this morning? I'm great. I'm great. Congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We're thrilled that we could have you um, on the phone with us this morning. We know it's a little a little earlier where you are. Now, I just want to say this. Charlie Palmer Steak is, at the foot of Capitol Hill is an mm-hmm. amazing restaurant, but the most amazing thing for me there, that's the best ribeye I ever had in my life. That is an unbelievable meal. Yeah. it's You know, it's interesting that, you know, in the last, I think in the last, you know, maybe four or five years, Ribeye has become the most popular steak, you know. Why is that? I don't know. You know, it used to always be a always fillet. A fillet was always. Well, that's what it has to do with people not being as afraid of the fat, because I think fillet was considered the leaner cut, so people went that way. But the ribeye has more fat, so therefore it has more flavor. Yeah, I I was going to say. I think a lot of it has to do with flavor. It's it's Mm -hmm. about the flavor, and I think you know that's. That's that's probably why there's a push, and you know, and and you know, people like you all talking about the deliciousness of ribeye. So. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> well. absolutely. Now you have a new chef over at uh, uh, your steakhouse here in D.C., Mike Ellis, right? Yeah, Michael. Michael uh, is from the area. He's mm-hmm. born and raised in uh, in uh, Maryland, and, and and I think this is like a kind of a homecoming for him. You know, he's been with us uh, with our group for. A long time. He he was out here with us in Sonoma. He was at Dry Creek Kitchen, um, where he was a sous chef, and and uh, and this was after working opening the steakhouse years ago, mm-hmm. and came out west and you know spent about I think eight almost eight or nine years on the west coast, and then uh, moved his family back to to D.C. and uh, you know we're we're so happy to have him you know back there on Capitol Hill, and I think. You know, it's where he should be. He's like he, he he's that kind of guy, and well, um, he settled in there really nicely. And 
You know, I think you know, and it has a lot of great ideas. You know, we've we got a lot of fun things going on with. Yeah, what do you have? You have like um, now through election week, don't you have some sort of promotion happening with? Um, yeah, we're like doing, a bat- uh, you have a doing, battle. We're doing a couple of things. One one thing that, and this is one of Michael's ideas, was to do this. Uh, we're featuring the swing states. You know, so here we are in the middle of this crazy election time, and um, you know, so he's, it, we're we're looking at the different swing states, and then kind of you know, doing a little research and like looking looking at what's you know what what are the favorite foods in those states and things. And then coming up with a menu that combines it with our cut of the week. Uh, so, you know, about probably for the last couple of years, we've been doing this cut of the week menu, which is really kind of a great um, ode to, like, the local clientele. You know, we get a lot of, tra- you know, a lot of transient clientele and, of course, you know, everybody from the Hill and everything. But the area where we are now is, is really becoming a residential area. And a lot of people, you know, live there full time and, you know, have made their home there. So this is something we offer, and it's like it's 58 bucks. It's three it's three courses um, with with wine included, and it's kind of like that's this, a really good it's deal. It's almost that's like the deal. In-N-Out secret menu, you know. Cool. All right, well, uh, uh, Chef, we're gonna have to move on to, but the one I can't let you go without saying that one of the things that make you, makes you a living legend, along with your own prowess in the kitchen, is the fact that you give people a start. Brian Voltaggio. Mm-hmm. was the first chef at uh, Charlie Palmer Steak, and now he's a good friend of ours, and he's an all-star. I mean, he's a top chef. He's an all-star here in blah, town. Blah, 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 blah. I know, but, I mean, you know, the fact that uh, you, yeah, you position no, these guys uh, to take Bri- off. Brian's great. Brian's like a brother to me. And uh, Well, you, you have know. a big dinner coming up, don't you, that you're doing with him? We do at the New York City Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. We're doing a dinner um, uh, remembering Jerry Hayden. Jerry mm-hmm. Jerry was a chef and actually one of one of Brian's mentors as well. And Brian Voltaggio, David Burke, Michael Mina, uh, we're we're getting together. We're doing this dinner at the Food and Wine Festival in New York, um, you know, to raise some money for ALS. You know, Jerry Jerry passed away last year of ALS, and you know, a great chef and a great friend, more importantly to to all of us. And uh, you know, so we're we're raising some money for ALS through well, that I- dinner and. Uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's it's always great to get together, but you know, it's it's really great to remember a friend. Gary and all, all right. and all he did for all of us. Um, all right, well, listen, we yeah. we do want to thank you so much for joining us uh, mm-hmm. by phone. I know you got a busy day and a busy life, but it was great to have you on. And um, you know, cheers. To, yeah, we hope to see you soon. Well, we appreciate it. Again, congratulations. Thank, thank you. you thank you so much. DC. Yeah, okay, we hope so. Hope so. Thank you. Okay. All right, okay. so. Jim McWhorter and Mike Koch. Well, I think it's important to say that since we've had so many chefs and spirit makers here in studio, that, you know, how people get their supplies is very, very important. And now, James, I know you're a double. You have your own place, but you also have been a major part of the purveyor community for years. And Mike Koch with... um, Coastal Sunbelt and and Fresh Farm Markets. Exactly. Where else are you going to find good produce? Well, I think you, you teed it up really well for us, and Mike and I are, are working together, as you might know. Mm-hmm. Mike's the chief executive officer of Fresh Farm Markets, and I'm on the board. And the idea, and I'll let Mike talk more about it. I feel like there's it. some collusion going on here. Wait, what? No, I think I just saw a check yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You're dressed alike. You're both in denim and black shirts. Well, no, we're, we're, I mean, what's going on here? We're thinking alike, which is a good thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were trying to look younger like I am. But, um, <laughs> but, but my hope, seriously, is to use some of the experience that I've had in bringing local products to um, the restaurants and the hotels and the commercial users, we'd like to turn that on to the 
individual as well. And Mike's leading the charge on that one. Yeah. Well, first, go, go ahead, Mike. No, Fresh Farm, you know, I just came up from DuPont. As you guys know, mm-hmm. uh, Fresh Farm markets have been for 20 years uh, bringing local produce, local um, tree fruit, now a variety of cheeses and um, baked goods and all sorts of things to markets every week. So it's it's a real it's a real blessing to be so involved. So how do you guys work together? How does that happen? Jim sits on my board. Right? But I know, <laughs> but like how does Coastal work with Fresh Farm? Is that possible? Well, like, yeah, it is. Coastal is. Well, let, let's just say there are 150 farmers um, yes. or agricultural mm-hmm. um, providers that are members of, of Fresh Farm. Many of them, maybe half, have expressed interest into not only selling at the farmer's markets, but selling in wholesale channels as well. As okay. well, And they don't know how to do it. Right. Um, it's like a conduit. It, well, isn't that exactly. how you first got into business? Of course you do. Way you, back when? When, when, you're, when you're small, that's exactly how you start. Yeah. So I think one of our priorities over the next 12 months is to kind of ease the progression for the smaller local farmers and tell them that you don't have to have 5,000 acres of corn. If you have 50 boxes of corn, We'll pick it up and we'll distribute it to the restaurants and the hotels that want it. Yeah. So. No, so Mike, but isn't that part one of the issues I know you guys at Fresh Farm Markets are dealing with is that you have these farmers distribution, yes. like getting somebody to physically drive yes. is an issue. And, and so Coastal has uh, a lot of infrastructure that can be very helpful. You know, Nikki, we've talked before the uh, average um, consumer doesn't go to a farmer's market, right? Only 2 to 3% of consumers will ever attend a farmer's market. Right. So we want to get local food. We want to grow the food shed and allow local farmers to be integrated into wholesale channels as well. And mm-hmm. so that's really um, where we're focusing a lot of our work in the future at Fresh Farm. All right. Now, I've got a question for you. This is a little bit uh, out there, but uh, you're still suntanned. And, That's and he's you're the, the executive director of Fresh Farm Markets. You got an office job. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what the hell are you doing? I'm outside a lot. All right, it's not the machines. I'm uh, outside a lot. Um, no machines. No can machines. Can I be your assistant? Well, and also, James. So you also have your River Falls. We do. So you opened up your own market. What What was the reasoning behind that? Well, we resuscitated actually a market that had been in our zip code for years, and mm-hmm. we all adored it, and it closed rapidly, <clears throat> unexpectedly. So my wife and I were able to open it back up, and we've used it in a lot of ways to try and um, sell the kind of food that we would want our grandchildren to eat. You know, we, there's no industrial beef there. Skittles it's and Twizzlers, right? No, <laughs> no, you know, you know. it's all you know. Free, I'm serious now. Um, you know, grass-fed, free-range. There's no antibiotics, uh, hormones, steroids, mm-hmm. anything like that. And and it's, we've been very well received by the population. At first, they didn't know, but now they're catching on, and, and I think they really appreciate uh, last it. Last time I was there about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, and it was probably seven thirty, seven o'clock, mm-hmm. and right before you closed. Great place. The place was crushed. Yeah. So yeah. it must it be working safe. out. Well, thank you. You can come back. We close at seven thirty, so even if you're running a little late, you feel free that. to stop by. Bang okay, on the so door. Mike, just quickly, we got the farmland feast coming up. Oh just yes. Give us the four one one quickly. Yeah. Please. So the uh, annual farmland feast is coming up in sixteen days, October the eighteenth. You can get your tickets online, freshfarm.org mm-hmm. forward slash feast. It's going to be brilliant. I mean, it's it's, it's Washington. It's a cool place, too. Doc 5. Doc cool. 5, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's Washington's premier um, and, and first uh, farm-to-table feast. Uh, and we are focused this year on celebrating those chef and farmer connections more than ever, right, including even during the cocktail session. So Excellent. we've got all local brew pubs and distillers and wineries 
Um, it'll be fantastic. Get your tickets fast. Well, you better okay, tell people wait. where to get their tickets online. Do. Yes, freshfarm.org forward slash feast. Okay, great. I and guess James? if you can't spell all that, you shouldn't go, right? There you go. James, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you at River Falls. Well, you can find us at the market at River Falls. We're in the Potomac Place Shopping Center on uh, River Road, at the intersection of River Road and Falls Road in Potomac. Excellent. And I'd like to say one more thing, and you guys can help. Nikki and Davis. All right, you got to um, hurry because i got to take a commercial break. We are lobbying, Kathy, mm-hmm. at the Restaurant Association. We think there should be a Rammy for using local and sustainable food in your restaurant. I it, agree. It hasn't happened yet, but help us beat the drum on that. We'd like to, you got it. to see that. And we okay. will, and we think there should be one for local radio uh, food shows. Yes, yes. that's coming. Yes, we do. <laughs> Let's do that. Well. All right, all right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank right, you. We have to take Happy a break. anniversary. Are we taking a break? Or are we? We're uh, taking it. He's like, a we're break. taking a break. Man. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. I see lots of smoked fish in my future. We'll be back in just a sec. This is John Gilroy. My show, Federal Tech Talk, answers the question, how does technology make life easier for the federal audience? I've spent years interviewing federal CIOs, tech leaders, and big company CTOs. What they tell me is compelling, provocative, and always relevant to the federal government and contractor. Check it out Tuesday and Thursday afternoons at 1 on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Federal Tech Talk. This is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Government Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio 1500 a.m. or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf. If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, Huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime. Part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime. I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis. It's our two-hour eighth anniversary extravaganza on Woo! the radio. And so we've gone to the four corners of the earth to get uh, the biggest names. And two of the biggest names are Vic Albizo. 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 Why don't you drink I'm some more leaving. champagne? Yeah, I've had a plenty of champagne. Vic Albizo of Del Campo and uh, uh, Taco Bamba. That's mm-hmm. right. And John Rorapaw, who is the man at ProFish. He's a sustainability director. Do I have that right? Close okay. enough? Is that, that is, how you say your name, John? That is correct. Nobody okay. knows how to pronounce it. I never, I never right? knew. Am I wrong? No, no one Nobody ever knows, knows how to pronounce, how to pronounce it. Nikki, I think you're wrong. Nikki used to call you John Ropo. I just Ropo. John R. John R. I've been John R. since kindergarten. All right. Well, I, I got it right. So, uh, Vic, let's start with you, because when we first let's. met you, you were not, you were in restaurants, you were cooking, but you were not a restaurateur. Not a restaurant tour, I guess no, not. I, I guess that's, 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 that's right. It's it's all part of the process, you know. Yep. 
I still think consider myself a cook and a chef. Well, you, so. of course, you do. Uh, but let's start talking. <laughs> I mean, first of all, Del Campo has. I mean, the, the got rave reviews when it opened. Thank you. Still yeah. doing well. Still doing just there two weeks incredibly ago. well. Incredibly Delicious. well. We're really gratified. Del Campo has really hit an incredible stride, and uh, we're doing some really. I, mean, I you, think I just we're doing have some to say, cool you, you guys haven't tasted anything. Vic will cook an entire sheep. Lamb, I guess, <laughs> over a, a, an open pit, and it's. I mean, I'll do whatever I gotta do. There's nothing like, like I'll do it. Like, I'll do it. Just like just the ribs <laughs> off that thing. I well, appreciate let's it. talk about though. You've got two Taco Bamas. You just opened up your second one. Yeah, and, but it's uh, totally different than your first one because your well, first one is really I, I, a taqueria. I, I yeah, I wouldn't say it's totally different. I would say that um, uh, Taco Bamba in Vienna is just kind of. It's a little bit bigger, it's got a little bit more room to sit, and it's mm-hmm. got a bar. And actually, we've really expanded the menu to include tostadas and ceviches and nachos and all kinds of stuff that people really want to eat, and people are coming out in droves. So, so. sit-down room? Well, it's got a, you know, we have a bunch of... Well, the one in Anadale is like get and go, it's, it's not in, really... Yeah, 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 in Falls Church, it's, it's smaller, um, and uh, people, you know, eat on the curb, people eat in their car, people eat on their cars, mm-hmm. people eat... They, they bring, bring their own, t- chair, they bring right? their own tables. Someone eating his car once. Yeah, it was in- insane. Yeah, with, with our sauce on so it. So that's it false good. church, because that's right around the corner from my office. But that's yeah, not- but in Vienna now, it's in the old Magruder space, right on Maple Avenue. It's got uh, a great bar uh, program that Amin Sadiq from Del Campo, who was nominated for a Rammy this year, uh, he, he drew that whole program up. And it's, you know, for Vienna... There's nothing like it. So and this all grows out of the fact your mom owns that that. Uh, my, yeah, that my market. mom has Plaza Latino. It's a little the little market next to the original Taco Bamba, and so it all kind of grew from there. I grew from there. I started in a butcher shop in there, so it was really uh, that. That's basically the the where we came from. All right, let's move on to John. John. Hello there. Name John. Cannot pronounce. John. Uh, John. Johnny R. Um, so John, Johnny smoke fish. Yeah, Johnny smoke fish. So you're at ProFish, but you in Ivy City, right. which is one of the major purveyors of seafood in the D.C. metro area and Cor- beyond. Correct. We're a wholesale seafood distributor. Right. So, but now you guys have this new place in Ivy City. Ivy City Smokehouse. Right. But it's. Multiple things. So, like, you brought in the selection today of some of the fabulous. You're doing all your smoked fish on premises. It's so in, good. In house, uh, mm-hmm. everything's artisan, batch smoked. We have the luxury of having pro fish connected with us, so we we don't have to you know smoke things months in advance and freeze mm-hmm. them. We actually can batch smoke things. You know, if we need two thousand pounds of pre sliced, that's what we do for that week, right. and it's always fresh. And then then you have the restaurant upstairs. Then we have the restaurant and music venue. Right. You've got to tell people, because I don't think Ivy City is the name that's known. If you know the Hex Warehouse, the Art Deco Warehouse on mm-hmm. Route 50, you go behind there, and it's a whole new world. It's unbelievable. Correct, which it Douglas really Development is. took over and rebuilt and made these really designer apartments. Awesome. And um, it it's a really awesome. nice area now. It's Crazy amazing. back there. Yeah. So tell us about the, because you have this fantastic menu upstairs. What are you doing with those lobsters? Because you have, like, don't you have some contraption that is you it can legal? clean those lobsters? It, it, it is legal. Well, we do everything on a commercial side first. So we have um, large steamers that we use uh-huh. um, on the commercial side. So that translates into the restaurant. Right. The good thing about crabs and lobsters, if you steam them really hot and fast, it, you know, it kind of almost sears in the, the flavor, right. as you will, like in a steak. But that's something. why they come out so perfect, They come out right? perfect every so time. Good. It's They're amazing. So yeah. It's, um, it's like, we're real lucky so to have that commercial side to the to the company because we can showcase both. Well, so let's talk about just – we only have a minute. So just – well, we don't even have that. But can we talk about picking up <laughs> – Sorry, like, Travis. Yeah. Can we just talk about, like, you can order this. Like, I order this fish platter all the time. It is my go-to to bring for right. – parties and etc. But you guys have the ability to do that. So lobsters too, anything like that? 
So, so everything. You, you can order to go on all of our menu items. Mm-hmm. The platters are a huge success now with parties. You know, you tell us you if it's for three people or 30 people, mm-hmm. we'll build a platter and bagels and everything. So you basically you come pick it up, you walk into the party, and it's great. That's what and the I've good thing about Smokefish is it gets better at room temperature, so you don't have to worry about refrigerating right. it or anything. When you get to the party, you're kind of the success. Um, and same, same goes with seafood. You know, we have a seafood market that's open every day now. Same with the restaurant. We're open seven days a week. And it's really reasonably priced. It's reasonably priced. It's wholesale to the public. You is can what get it's a called, manatee so. with an apple in its mouth. Anything you want. It Anything you want. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> All right. If it swims, we have it. If it swims, you have it. All right, John. Congratulations, Love guys. Love you guys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, guys. Okay. All right. Who's up? No, it's Travis Croxton from Yay! Rapid Hattie. And the girls from Gordy's. Oh, are they on? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Come on. Switch. So, Switch. actually, this is a good little segment because when we met the Gordy's Pickles girls, and when we met Travis, they were just all getting into business. And now they're huge. I mean, Rappahannock Oysters is... is well, like, I'm fat. They're very no, skinny. No, so. no, they're gorgeous. <laughs> but, but your business has exploded. You have restaurants now. These guys were literally just getting into the pickle business. And now, I mean, you're in Whole Foods. You're, tell us where you are. Uh, we're, I know you're here, but okay. you're here. Um, we're in like the Fresh Market nationwide. Um, we're in Harris Cedar in the Mid Atlantic region, and then we're in specialty stores all across. But how has United your States. so? Let's just talk quickly about your product because when I mean we know what Gordy's pickles is, but just quickly explain like your product line, what you're doing now. Um, so we have a line of about eight products, and we do pickles. Um, Pickle peppers, Bloody Mary mix, and then we have our newest product, uh, Fine the Brine. Brine. The Brine, which Adam Burbach, who was in earlier, is like, I'm featuring it this Wait, week. Wait, not on only my that, menu. football teams are now drinking pickle brine. Right. You know that. That's what they like say. Like a Gatorade? Better than Gatorade because there's no, I mean, it brings you back more quickly and there's no sugar, there's none of that other goop. And you are it's... higher, David. There we go. <laughs> you guys need a boy toy. You probably don't, but I. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you talk about timing. You didn't even know what, that your timing was that good, did you? He's like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, good idea. Good idea. And Travis, I mean, you know, not, first of all, not only are you contributing to the health of the bay mm-hmm. by recycling all these uh, you know, oyster shells, but you guys, just in terms of, like, like standing up and driving a business, um, I mean, Rappahannock's huge now. Right. How did that happen? You have restaurants. You got all that. Did you always plan on doing the restaurant part when you started no. with the oysters? We had no intention of that. So where, how happened. did that break out? How did that well, happen? At, at our farm, people came for tours. A lot of actually uh, chefs came down. Actually, Joe Palma's down there right now. Whaley's, those guys are coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we've never been invited. We I mean, have I'm chefs down there. We're going to have a show there <laughs> next summer, I guarantee you, at our new B&B that we have. Right. But <clears throat> chefs came. I like and, a nice uh, soft bed, by the way. They had to cook, and we said, hey, let's cook for the chefs, and then just turn into, let's let's hire our own cook to cook for the chefs. And then, right. Because I can't cook. And then it just uh, turned into marijuana, and then people came, and then wouldn't stop coming. Well, you know what's really <laughs> interesting? Because, um, you know, your first restaurant in D.C. down at Union Market, Rappahannock Oyster Bar, you know, obviously you guys are known for your oysters, but the chef you have cooking there is really creating yeah, some Keller. of the best food in the city. He's amazing. Yeah, on Sundays you look around, it's all of the uh, best chefs in Washington are actually coming in. To They're eat always it. around the bar, but I think eat that has specials. to do with your manager. Maybe, so maybe. Who no. is going to? Who's going to make some? Uh, he's over there licking himself <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> well, JP, we brought in to make uh, to to merge the uh, Gordy's pickle and, and Rappanix in a uh, pickle bag. 
if you want to put on their oyster oh, yeah, beat that. that we have. What are we doing? Um, we're doing oyster shooters. So, right. Let's do a quick toast because uh, we have to bring on. So just quickly, yeah. Travis, where can everybody find you? Find us on online, rroysters.com, Richmond at Rap Panic and Rap Session, uh, Union Market, as you mentioned, and we're opening up in Charleston in January. Okay. And do you have anything else Park. opening up locally soon? We're opening up at the Wharf That's what I thought. in October, possibly earlier. And that's okay. going to be a, 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 it's an 1890s oyster shed. That we're resurrecting. It's going to be yeah, pretty cool. Not Bethesda. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you next and on the girls, where can we find you guys? Where can we find us, Brian? So you can find us uh, every Sunday at DuPont Market. You could find us at Whole Foods, Harris Teeter, the Fresh Market, Salt and Sundry. Glenn's Garden Market. Glenn's Garden Market. Um, so you're saying everywhere. <laughs> all of my restaurants. Right. right. All right. All right, you guys. Congratulations on all the success. Yeah, really, really, for all amazing. of you. Okay. So next we've got to bring up a good friend. We've known her Gina, for a really Gina long Trishabani time. Gina Trishabani is Hi. mixologist of the stars. You were, on, you were one of the first people on this show. You know what I was thinking? Ready? Right. I, was at kids. I was at Rasika when I first did this you show. You were at Rasika. That's how With long. Sebastian. Oh, my God. That was years before you learned how to say, shut up and go to sleep. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Last night. Absolutely. <laughs> We've known you for a long time. All right. So let's just talk. We don't have to talk about all the places you've been. Great. But you have opened up. Your own place. Yep. Buffalo and Bergen. you're doing so much. So let's just talk about that quickly. Okay. So I own Buffalo and Bergen at Union Market. We opened Tap and Garden this summer. We have Suburbia, the 1967 Airstream that travels around and makes cocktails. And uh, we have uh, something coming up, right? So I don't know. Like what? Say what that is? Can we Sorry, say what it is? I just went out of my head. Brews on the Block is okay. October 22nd. Oh, so right. So it's a big club. big event. Yes. Coming up. So you can get tickets at Eventbrite. Just Google um, Brews on the Block. So do you think you're still as involved? You, like when we first met you, you were really doing cocktails. Like that was it for you. Are you still, you have so many other things now other than being married and having children and all that kind of stuff. Do you still feel like that's something you really enjoy doing? Or do you feel like you, you prefer training people and you've moved on? No. Okay. I love making cocktails, and if I could get, like, my head around a cocktail list every day of the week, I would. Mm-hmm. I still consult on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and we I do find, lots of things on the side. Yeah, right? but I also want to make sure that, like, you know, I always stay relevant and current. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it's kind of like, how do you set the trend and not be the trend? Well, well how did you set the trend today with this? So, it is your anniversary, so clearly champagne is in the mix. Obviously. So, it is uh, It's also the fall, so it's pear, mm-hmm. ginger, a little bit of the, mm-hmm. of the summer plums, and then um, we use the forged gin and just a little champagne. All right. Well, cheers. Uh, cheers. This, this drink should be called, this is why God invented Uber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Love you guys. Congratulations. You too, this is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a second. This is John Gilroy. My show, Federal Tech Talk, answers the question, how does technology make life easier for the federal audience? I've spent years interviewing federal CIOs, tech leaders, and big company CTOs. What they tell me is compelling, provocative, and always relevant to the federal government and contractor. Check it out Tuesday and Thursday afternoons at 1 on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Federal Tech Talk. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving, 
without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. This is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Government Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio 1500 a.m. or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf. My mother was an airman. My friend was a Marine. My son was a soldier. He died by suicide. On March 21st. On April 25th, August 7th, 2004. She didn't think there was hope. He didn't think there was hope. He didn't think he could be healed. There is hope for your son. For your friend. For your husband. Treatment, Treatment can work. There is hope. There is help. You can heal. For help, call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255. Everybody, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. This is our eighth anniversary radio extravaganza. We're exhausted. There's so much going on here. There's uh, a party outside the studio that I would prefer participating in because every there's so many people here. It's so much fun. So Todd, yes, Todd Thrasher's here. Todd Thrasher is, you know, back in the day before everybody really knew what a mixologist was. It sounds like a mad scientist. You were you were really one of the first at PX and at Restaurant Eve. You were growing your own herbs and making your own thingies, and I, so I remember you crushing stuff behind the bar. Yeah, you're like. Look at you. You're like the godfather of cocktails. The godfather. But, you know, you weren't man. here at the beginning of the show, um, but several people gave you a shout-out about PX being, like, the original. The original, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, the cocktail scene was just – you were the first one who was like, no, 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 I can really do something yeah. different. Yeah, or so, better. You know, you, I, think, I think chefs and bartenders think mm-hmm. that I want to do things better than other people. You know, right. I think it's it's a, you're we're egomaniacs basically. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, when you think yeah, about yeah, we got a lot of egos here. Yeah, we know there's a few egos. There's like when you think about it, PX opened ten years ago before all those places before PDT in New York, before Death and Company in New York. It was right. just this little sleepy bar in a corner in Alexander, and who thought in their right that mind would, that would work? Yeah. Still but here's, here's a question because and we asked Adam Burnback this too. It seems like in any industry there's a swing. At, at, at some point people got like cocktail crazy and they were trying right. to outdo people yeah. like you. And they were throwing, you know, shoes in there to try and make it special and different. Right. From your perspective, has it swung back the other way toward the classics, or is well, it still? I don't. I think it's good to know classics, but I think if you're going to put your mark on something, you need to do something your own. Mm-hmm. So I think what happened was, I mean, you see it in cooking too. The chefs would put one ingredient too much on the plate, and cocktail people would start needs putting. To take the phrase from Coco Chanel. You always take one thing right. off. Take when one you look thing in off. The mirror. Right. Well, and that's what happened. Take my shirt off. Well, you should have. Please. My pants, perhaps. <laughs> Please. Yeah, so it's, it's, like I think it's calming down now, but we were just talking outside, you know, there's new bars popping up every week, new restaurants popping up every week, mm-hmm. what, 65 new restaurants in the summer, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, but it's all good. It's all good. It is all good, but I mean, I think a lot of people take for granted sort of some of the bricks that were laid before them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it really offends me personally when people are like, oh, the last 10 years, that's when, you know, D.C. started exploding. 
Hee-hee no, Hee-hee has been a long time ago. A long time. It's it's. There's Listen, we had power restaurants in the '80s that were. Some we had of the this best guy named John Louis Palladino. Yeah, hello. Have you heard yeah. of him? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, we're we're right there with you. Oh, also, I always thought it was Gene Lewis. No yeah. wonder I didn't know who he was. Well, that's why we didn't let you on air. <laughs> um, so, just um, lastly, you've got some new things coming up. Yeah. So I'm gonna the Wharf Project. We're gonna open a uh, distillery where I feel we're like we should just hashtag the Wharf on the Foodie and Lisa because oh my God, look who's here. Yeah. <laughs> so open a rum distillery called Potomac Distilling Company. We're going to mm-hmm. make a rum called, of all things, Thrasher's Rum. And we're going to open a, a very divey tiki bar. Oh, my uh, God. If upstairs. you can do a deal with the people in Ocean City and do Thrasher's French fries and Thrasher's Rum. I think, I think that's taken rich. already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that should have done it a long time ago. Um, well, that is uh, super exciting. Yeah. I just went to um, a tiki bar in San Diego called... Something aisle. Oh, I'll look it up. Okay, look but it, it up. was um, it was cool. Was it cheeky tiki or chic tiki? No, it wasn't either. It's new. Okay. Um, I'll give you the name of it. It was um funky. Yeah. It was very very funky. Ours is going to be called Tiki T and T after uh, my fresh, son. After yeah. your son, who is delicious. He is beautiful. Um, but we're very excited for that. Thank and you so, for what me. is it like doing a distillery? I have I no mean, idea. I'll let you know next year. I mean, isn't that scary? That's totally it's scary, different, of course. Right? I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, that's okay. I, I, I got a feeling you do know what you're no. doing. But I want to congratulate you all and thank you all for putting the D.C. food scene out there on Sunday mornings. It really means a lot to us, especially, you know, chefs like Jeff Black. You know, he gets his name in the he, press who? all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but for bartenders in particular, you've all had a lot of bartenders on, and we really appreciate it. Well, do you, I don't know if you remember that you and Cajal were, I mean, I think our first year on the air, you yeah. guys were on with us. They yeah. were, they were in the first couple So that was before there was gray in your beard. How about yeah. that? I didn't have a beard back then. <laughs> and I actually wasn't stooped like an old man, which I am. All right, best of luck well, to thank you. Thank you very and, much, y'all. Appreciate you know, it. Keep us in the loop, okay? Yeah. All right, man. So, thank y'all. two thank other you. old friends of this show, Great. Michael Babin. Jamie Leeds. Jeff Black. Oh, Jeff's on with them too? Yeah, come on. Come on. So, yes. Yeah. Jamie and Michael and Jeff. Yeah, no, you're all together. Well, I wanted to get a group of some of the best restaurateurs in the city on the show together at the same time because you all do very different things, but you all are so important to what's going on in the growing D.C. food and wine scene. Even you, Jeff. <laughs> Even me? No. <laughs> All right. No. So, Jamie, uh, 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 Hank's Oyster Bars are... are uh, Multiple versions. Yeah. I mean, you've got you guys are many versions of what you're doing. I'm just introducing mm-hmm. everyone. Michael is the, the principal, the CEO of Neighborhood Restaurant Group. you got 100,000 restaurants out there, like Iron Gate. I told him 75. Barley. <laughs> and Jeff Black is uh, Black oh. Restaurant Group, and you've got everything from, uh, let's see, Black Salt... Help me. Black Market, Republic. Black, 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 and Republic. Just opened a brand new bar called Tilt. Got a brand oh, new bar. Right. Did it open? It's open. Just, just opened. When did it open? About a week ago. How come I don't know that it's open? We did it very quiet. Well, very there it is, everybody. Well, now it doesn't know quiet. everything. That really... Now they're going to fire you from WTOP. <laughs> so, Jamie, let's start with you. And you're a recent uh, bride, is that correct? I am. I Congratulations. Just got married Congratulations. Thank you. You're having a baby? You're having a baby? Yeah. And we're having Should a baby. Should I sing that Paul Anka song? <laughs> Congratulations. It's very exciting. We're due uh, November 27th. Oh, my God. Yay. And, yeah, just eight weeks away or mm-hmm. so. And, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a big year. 
share. It's I've opened two properties and got married and uh, about to have a baby. So. But we have a 13-year-old. Wow. She can babysit. Oh, good. Excellent. Hey, go. Babysitter at the wedding. And I also have a 13-year-old boy. So. Oh, so there you go. So I've That's been funny. through it. I've been through it oh, once, we can but marry my wife into a food hasn't. Dynasty. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Finally. Because I thought you were rich when I married you. It turned out. Uh, and Michael, you 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 open a restaurant every time we turn around. Oh, stop. Uh, we've had oh, a couple. <laughs> We, we opened Hazel a couple of months ago. Uh, yeah, Great. Yeah, thank Beautiful. you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Chef Rob Rubis, a lot of fun to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we opened the Sovereign in February in Georgetown, and we have an opening in, I hope, about two weeks in uh, Rockville. And Pike and Rose. In Pike and Rose, that's so right. So what is the name of that? Owen's Ordinary. Okay, and... It's so, not a beer garden, but they were promoting it as a beer no, garden. No, it, it, it I feel has, like I know more it, than it, I'm supposed it, to. <laughs> you probably do. Um, it has a beer garden. Um, some of the people uh, in, in the area were calling it a beer garden. It has a large indoor space as well, and then mm-hmm. it's got a great little beer garden That's outside. That's a spit from our house. That'll be great. Awesome, yeah. But you guys are still involved it. with AMP, too? Uh, we're actually not involved with AMP okay, anymore. I didn't we, know if you yeah, we, we we ended that. It was okay. uh, it was a tricky yeah, that was a, a tricky, tricky thing? situation. Tricky, yes. tricky thing. <laughs> yeah. And okay. you, Jeffrey Black, me, chef yeah. and restaurateur. I've been sleeping for the last seven bad. years. But you lost no. a lot of weight. I'm looking at you. You're no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 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 I, I don't know why I'm opening lots of new stuff, but I'm all doing. right. So you just opened up. So you took over the bocce ball. Yes, we we we, we did a bar it. inside of a bar. Right. So there's Tilt, which is its own baby, mm-hmm. own menu, own everything. Um, working on resurrecting Addie's, which is coming up. Um, mm-hmm. What does that look like? Addie's? Yeah. Right now, it looks like a big no, empty shell. What is shell. it going to look like? What's it going to be? <laughs> We're trying to bring a bunch of the elements of the original Addie's back. Okay. So it, it'll have some rooms and. You'll be able to see in the kitchen, that kind of stuff. It, it, there was not a lot of good things with Addie's building because it was a really decrepit old building that was right. hurting people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's next to Hank Deedles. It was, at, it was an institution. What is the story about Hank Deedles? We have to, <laughs> that's, that's, another, another show. that's another show. I, I can talk for hours. Okay. I can wax poetic. But, but yeah, we're, we're excited. We've we got a bunch of stuff going on. So, you know, it's fun. It's fun. There's, it sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Jamie, just quickly, talk about what's happening in some of your restaurants. Well, first of all, I wanted to say congratulations to you two. Thank you. For Thank you. this show is amazing. Seriously. Yes, and yes. it's really um, been a great addition to the D.C. culinary scene in, in the whole. And um, you've been so supportive of, um, of me and the restaurants and the whole um, culinary uh Group and all the oh chefs God, and, and restaurateurs. That's and, because we like you. Know. These other two guys are just here to <laughs> tell us. They never say nothing about me. That would give me grief. When You're not I like that rat bastard Jeff Black. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? When I came to town Damn. 14 years ago, I remember, you know, coming from New York. I wasn't sure what it would be like, and and I I just felt very uh, welcomed and and very. Um, accepted by the culinary scene here, and it's just a really big, happy family of chefs here. And um, and I was thinking this morning it would be fun to, if you ever wanted to change the name of your show, you could call it Beauty and the Foodie, because <laughs> Nikki, you're so beautiful, and David, you have such a good foodie sense. You gotta be. Oh my God! It's you know, <laughs> I was Put, yes, put, put the joint down. I can't, I can't even remember what, what I ate yet. But, you, uh, <laughs> but you're a good eater. You're a good eater. He's, I love it when you guys come in. He is a good eater. He's that a good is eater. true. Yeah. 
All right, that's anyway. 20 years even. You're and, out. And he's yeah. got proof. Okay. You're out. Anyway, I'm opening, um, I've, I've just opened uh, Hank's Pasta Bar in uh, Alexandria, Northern mm-hmm. Old Town, which is doing fantastic. We have all homemade pastas. We have a pasta mama, Marabella, that makes all the pastas. And um, that's been a lot of fun. And I opened a uh, cocktail bar in Petworth called the Twisted Horn. Mm-hmm. Did that this past year on top of getting married and about to have a baby, and so it's been a crazy year. And then I'm working on now designing uh, for the wharf. Um, and, okay. uh, Hello, and, yeah. the wharf. Yeah, the wharf. The wharf, there I it is again. I think the wharf should be sponsoring Yeah, really. Yeah. 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 I hate to tell you guys, guys. Hello, we've got to move on. All right, because so a lot quickly, of people. Michael, just tell us where we can find you guys, and just lastly. Okay, well, uh, we've got these new restaurants opening. Owen's is uh, opening mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're very excited about Hazel. Just started brunch today. If anybody is leaving the after here, let's go, let's yeah, go for exactly. brunch. Um, and, and, and the Sovereign, there's a lot of new things going on. But I wanted to also say thank you very, very much. You guys have been amazing. Both of you know that outside of everything that you've done uh, professionally, that I've reached out to you both on many occasions because it's good to talk to the people who know everything that's going on in the scene, and that's, that's you too. Thank oh, you. Thank you. I think he's talking about you, but thanks, no, Mike. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jeff, you want to say something nice, Jeff? <laughs> I'll say something nice about Nikki. <laughs> I don't know how the two you ended up together because she's so beautiful. I, I, I was on her like a hawk. That's how That's I right. exactly. You're a smart hawk. Yeah, a smart hawk. <laughs> All right. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break a little early because we got Patty on the phone, and then we'll come back and quickly talk to her. So. Okay. All of you, thank you so much for thank joining so us this thank morning. You. Thank you. All. And uh, this is David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast. We are celebrating eight years Cheers. on air, a two-hour special. It's almost oh, over. 20 years we'll be, of marriage. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back in just a sec. If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime. Part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lane. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington. According to the American College of Cardiology, if you have heart disease, it's important to take a strong role in your own care. You and your doctor should manage your health condition together. Do your part and learn about your condition. Ask questions at doctor visits and make sure you understand instructions. It may help to bring someone to your appointments who can help you remember to take medications as instructed and follow advice about diet and exercise. For more information and stories from patients living well and with common heart conditions, visit Cardiosmart.org. 
Hey, we're back on Fooding the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. It's our eighth anniversary spectacular. And speaking of spectacular, Patty Hinnich is on the phone. Patty? Hello. Hi, Hello, my darling. Hi. Thank you for taking time from being a big TV star and a cookbook author to come on the on the radio with us. I wouldn't miss it for anything. Where are you? Thank you, guys, because I'm in Toronto now. That's Toronto. I, I love Toronto. Nice. I know. So um, are you getting ready for a Mexican Rosh Hashanah? I am getting ready for a Mexican Rosh Hashanah, and I'm also here promoting the show because Canada just picked up um, Patty's Mexican Table and it started airing here, which is very exciting for me because we have family here. Congratulations. That is, congratulations. That is so exciting. That is. So where can people find um, the show now? Tell us because, I mean, you've gotten so much bigger. Where can everybody find it? Um, this, okay. So Patty's Mexican Table is now on season five, and they can see it in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia region on WETA, Saturdays at 11.30. But for those people that are not in the WETA sort of region, if you go to my website, there's a little link. You just put the zip code, and it tells you at what time it's airing in your local market because we are now um, – well, in season one, we've been – nationwide but now we have like 94 percent carriage which is also very exciting that's oh my god that's amazing well you're a star listen we want to thank you for taking time to get on the phone and join us for this is you you you've been on the show four or five times you're a big part of everything we've done and we love you yes (laughs) you know what i wanted to tell you david and nikki that i'm so grateful to you guys and for all you do since I switched careers and I started, you know, cooking and doing things in the culinary world. You've been so supportive and you've had me on so many times and you've shared, you know, your knowledge and experience and wisdom and you have such a big role in our culinary world. In this. So thank dog. you so much for including me. So when thank you said you. that, Nikki was pointing to herself. I guess it's her knowledge. I was like, it was my knowledge. It was my knowledge and All right. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. And congratulations, honey. Bye. All right. So now in the studio is the the raconteur, the Washington Post food writer, the Bethesda Magazine, and uh, what have I got? Arlington Magazine, the Super food crack. editor, David Hagedorn, and more importantly, <laughs> Ellen Gray of Ellen Gray and Todd Gray and Equinox and all those other great food projects. And these are. Well, uh, they like, actually did a cookbook. They, well, I was about to tie them yeah. together. They did a cookbook together about, what, two, three years ago? Four. Four, Four years And it's Rosh Hashanah. Exactly. I know. We <laughs> were just and we brought something sweet for the music. Oh, oh, look at that. Thank you. Oh, and it says happy anniversary. It says happy anniversary. No, no, no. We already almost had a fire in the studio. So, Ellen, Ellen, when I, got, when I had you on the phone, you were like, you were, they were like, you were being pulled in 50, 60 directions. So, what's Imagine going that. on with you and Todd? Um... Well, we're Equinox is going on year number eighteen. Amazing! Yay! So, that's yeah. amazing. We've been uh, uh, twenty. Enough. I feel no, no, no. really that's old. A restaurant. <laughs> that's a big te- it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a. It, I yeah. It's uh. It's it's uh. Eighteen years. Yeah. So um. Right now, what I brought you is we're very excited about our new pastry chef Ooh. Cynthia Ruane, and that's from our vegan brunch today. So you know that's my baby. Right. After. after 
Well, Where's 25 Eli? years Eli. in the food business. So our son <laughs> is doing vegetarian for the entire month of um, October. Yeah, so, so he's done kids. it for one day. So he so just started. And, um, okay, so Muzzle Tough and Happy New Year Thank as well. You. And you. I just Thank want you. to tell one story Go. in memory of. So I was um, trying to ditch out of town early, about 18 years ago, on a Friday, mm-hmm. and go to the beach. And um, I was driving across the Bay Bridge, and I got a call from this Nikki Nellis who I had met a couple times here and there, and you um, and I started talking about buying advertising space. I remember this. I don't think it was 18 years ago, but it I was think a while I was, ago. I think I was one of the first customers. Um, maybe it wasn't eight. Maybe it was about 15. I don't know. Maybe Whatever. I'm dating myself. That Everybody's been around as long as don't I have. Don't worry. I've dated myself a couple of times. <laughs> so we um, talked on the phone, and I remember going over the Chesapeake Bridge and it was Friday, and I was like, oh, new beginnings, and we were having this great conversation. You had just mm-hmm. started the list, are you on it, dot com, and I bought an ad from you, and I think it was like um, $125. <laughs> I told you to and you were like, price. And you were so happy. It was really cute because you were like, really? You were kind of surprised. I was like, oh, Nikki, oh, yeah, oh, I love you. Okay, this is great, sure. But don't you Tell see the in. underlying problem? And like, here it is. So I think I, I was know. one of your first hours. This is why I'm still wearing 14-year-old underwear. She's got to raise her prices. <laughs> you were definitely one of my first yeah. marketing partners. You were one of my biggest supporters early on. But, yeah. it's, I, you know, obviously, without people like you and all the people who have been in studio today, I mean, it's all... It all feels good. It's a community. About, it's a community. We need each other. And yeah, speaking so. of feeling good. And so Mr. Hagedorn has. Well, wait a minute. We uh, got it. Makes us all We're going to talk about. I need a bigger build up than that. But <laughs> along with along with everybody else, you guys not only got to know each other early, but you became best buddies. Michael Wadomski, David's husband, is here, and now he and I are best buddies because when we're out, nobody talks to us, so we talk to each other. <laughs> and Am now I you right? know. Now you know why we both bring Sounds you two along. Right. Exactly. <laughs> as long as we're clear. Um, but you have got a lot going on, but I really want to talk about chefs for equality. I know. We could hit everybody up here today and get their menu items. I know. And their auction items. Don't let them leave. Okay. So, chefs for equality. Yes. Hit it. Chefs for Quality is uh, October 26th at the Ritz-Carlton. Tickets are $200 and can be bought at Mm chefsforequality.org. And it's for the Human Rights Campaign to uh, support, of course, uh, equality. We mm-hmm. have attained marriage equality, and that is great. But we've also attained with that a huge backlash with um, terrible, pernicious laws being passed all around the country to abrogate the rights that we've gained, especially in North Carolina. That's mm-hmm. um, a sh- a, unfortunately a shining example of that, which just goes to show that we have to redouble our efforts. And I can't think of a better way to do that than to bring 120 chefs and mixologists together at the Ritz to if raise you have the not been, If you have not been to Chefs for Equality, it is the food event of the season. The people that want to hear about it, they want to hear it from me because I don't like going to most of these things. And that event That's is... That's why I don't bring him to most of these is, things. ...is cojones to the wall, man. That is more fun than any event I go to, period. Better than the Rammies. It's a blast. It is very fun. It is. And so, so is the after party. Yes, which is even more fun. And that's at Capnos. Uh, at Capnos. On 14. Yes. All right. Mm. Well, we want to thank you both for joining us today. We only have four minutes left to the show, and we have two more guests. So let's get you both in. So, Amanda Central Erica, Kitchen uh, and Food and Friends. Yeah, I mean, we, we uh, one of the things we committed to was supporting a lot of great nonprofits in the city. D.C. Central Kitchen and Food and Friends both feed thousands of people a day mm-hmm. uh, in the case of 
DC Central Kitchen. It's folks out on the street, many of them. Yes, and there's also absolutely. there's also training for them so they can become productive members of society. And at Food and Friends, you feed people that are terminally or dangerously ill and stuck at home and can't get out to get their food. So, exactly. And, all right. So, so now that they don't need to talk. No, no, I know. but I mean, <laughs> it, well, that's the basis. But like at DC Central Kitchen, you have how many people in training now in the food service? Yeah, so we've graduated over 1,200 uh, men and women who had sort of experienced histories of difficulty, whether that's incarceration or homelessness, addiction, um, any life of challenge, and put them through the culinary job training program. We've got a 90% job placement rate, so those men and women are out working in the hospitality industry, learning how to cook from some of the greatest that are here today. And I would be amiss to just not recognize everyone who's here, both happy anniversary to Nikki and David, but Thank of you. course to just recognize all of the amazing chefs and, and mixologists that were here today, all of whom have supported, I think, both organizations uh, mm-hmm. one way or many well, others Robert as well. Edgar and Barton Seaver yeah. were our, they were on our second show together. Specifically Robert and I talking, used to go camping back in the day. Specifically the, talking about food fights. Oh, my gosh. And I, I said on the way over that I had big shoes to fill. You can tell I'm, I'm third-string quarterback today because everyone's uh, either internationally traveling or, or more important. But All thank right. you. Okay. So now let's talk about Food and Friends quickly because you guys, every day you add people to the rolls. Exactly, yeah. Our chefs are turning out about 3,000 meals every single day. Um, it is pretty amazing. And actually, in the next few weeks, we will be delivering our 20 millionth meal and Whoa. serving our oh 30,000 client. It is amazing. All right. Well, listen, I, I know we're moving fast here because the show's going to be over in a second. So. But wait, we got Slice of Life. So just quickly. Tell yes. Us. It, Slice of Life is kicking off this week. We have our annual humongous Thanksgiving pie sale. We're going to be working with over 250 individuals and teams around the city to sell five different kinds of Thanksgiving pies. Every single pie that we sell is enough to provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner today. We're going to have to stop because the show's almost over. It is, but hold on. Before you do that, just tell us when Capital Food Fight is. November 10th. Okay, great. There you go. Thanks, Nikki. I want to thank everybody. I want to tell Nikki that I love you, and it's been a lot of fun. And our two of our kids are here, Jason. Well, we have three, but he's not paying attention. Yeah, yeah. He's not listening. He's over zoning out. So go, say hi to everybody. Hi to everybody. You want to say hi, everybody? You wanted to be on the radio. You yeah, don't want to say hi? Tess right. is a little gunshot. Okay. Well, we got to wrap up. Uh, Nick, you can take us out. But I want to thank everybody because two hours goes very quickly, and we ran you guys through here. But it was a lot of fun. Well, so we'll do it again at 10 us. and 20. God willing. So we want to thank everybody for joining us today. It was a tremendous party outside of, of the studio. I didn't get to partake in it. But it looked like a lot the of fun. The fact they're eating my food. They are. So great. we want to thank you all for joining us today and for the last eight years. For those of you who celebrate Rosh Hashanah, Lashana Tova. And for those of you who don't, go enjoy the rest we'll of your Sunday. You everybody, please have a delicious week.